Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Streetwise Theology Out of the Ivory Tower and Back into the Hands of the Invisible Church are more complicated than others today i, I have with us joey hey what's going on and dove is here as well i don't know if back in the basement i don't know if we're talking about any complicated movies uh, on this podcast today uh, i think we are you think we are <laughs> I think actually we are. I, I am yes, yes i will get into that but oh, you're yes. right i you know what i am i am talking about a yes. i don't know about a complicated movie but one that i can't stop thinking about well the song says it better than any of us so complicated <laughs> Again, uh, all this music you hear on this podcast is done by uh, my brother Brad, and you can find his music on SoundCloud uh, Brad, under Bradley St. James. Now, starting things off, we're going to start off with a little game we call Known For, and today's actress is Nicole Kidman. Okay, Dove, let's start with you. Nicole. You, all right. You've, okay, we're, this is the, the name of the game is we come up uh, with an actor or an actress, and then we have to think, um, we have to guess what four movies... Um, IMDb lists as what these actors or actresses are known for. So we're all going to go around th- think, uh, uh, guessing what IMDb has listed as their foremost popular or what they're known for uh, movies. All right, Dove, go ahead. You're first. Um, okay. Kidman. How old is Nicole Kidman, by the way? Is she 50 yet? Oh, my gosh. I think beyond. she's 53. She's beyond. Uh, she's, I think she's way beyond. Yeah, I think wow. she's way beyond. No kidding. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here's the four I had. They're basically the first four that came to my head because I usually <laughs> get one to two of these every single time. How so that's old pretty much is a bit. Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman is fifty. Oh wow, you're right. Oh look at that. Oh nice. Fifty. Yeah, check it out. Dumb. Anyway, right. yeah, let me like, uh, let me Let's hit a home run with that one, but strike out on my list. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> Let's hope your list is just as impressive. All right, so here we go. Known for the others, Days of Thunder, Cold Mountain, and Eyes Wide Shut. Okay. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, it looks like uh, looks like we're kind of in there together, there, Dove. Great. All right. Is so, that a good thing or a bad so, thing? So uh, I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna find out. I have no idea. Honestly, Nicole Kidman kind of came out of nowhere for me. I, I did not expect him to say Nicole Kidman, but um, I've got okay. I've got one that I feel like I don't understand how you're missing. I feel like the only time I've ever heard anyone talk about Nicole Kidman, it's been about Moulin Rouge. Yes, yeah, yeah. So Moulin Rouge, really? number yes. one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then yes, I have Panic Room, uh-huh. the others, and the Golden Compass. Uh, so, yeah, nice. I mean, unfortunately, but um, uh, <laughs> I, I think you're struggling on Panic Room because I think it was Jodie Foster, bro. Really? Yeah, that was Jodie oh. Foster. Same uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't say same thing, but she really not. Well, one is that? Clarice, one is not. Okay, is good call on, on Moulin on, Rouge. On. I'm actually angry at myself for not guessing that one. What? But in my defense, Why? I've actually never seen it. Uh, so You're right. Panic I, Room is Jodie Foster. Yeah, I've never seen it. Okay. All right, so I'm like disqualified. I didn't even get four. <laughs> That'd so, be a yeah, tough yeah, one. Jodie Foster. That'd be okay. tough. Do um, I redeem myself with Moulin Rouge? Hopefully. Um, if you, well, you pick Jodie Foster, I'd be like um, Maverick, and that's it. <laughs> We talking but about I man? Come on, our most popular movie, Clarice. 
Oh, that's I right. I could have sworn yeah. that Sons of the Nicole Kidman is in something with a panic in the title, I think. Now I need to look this up. Anyway, go ahead, Luke. Okay. You tell us your uh, four. My, we'll my see. four was The Others, Eyes Wide Shut, uh, Australia, and Cold Mountain. And the winner is... Australia. Ooh, that's a good pick. Uh, me and Dove got two. Joey got one. What? Oh, no. Wait. Sorry. You got two, Joey. Got I did? Two. Yeah. I'm so you got The Others and you got Moulin Rouge. Oh, okay. So what, what awesome. are they? Um, it's Moulin Rouge, right. uh, The Others, okay. The Hours. The others know. and the know. hours. What the album is that? That's that's uh, all star cast. That's the thing. That's uh, Nicole. Oh Kidman. yeah, Julia I remember Styles, that. Styles, I think. Yeah, yeah. Is that Julie Styles? I, I don't know who that is. Actually, I'm not sure who that is. Um, and uh, what's her face? Yep, that makes sense. What's her face? Oh, it's, um, it's Julian. It's Julian Moore. You're right. Jodie Foster is in a lot of stuff. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I couldn't get that out of my head. She's um she's also it's pretty pain. paramount in. Uh, oh no no. She's in that new sci-fi movie. Oh, Elysium. She's in. I just realized. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Yeah. But it well, wasn't. Okay. I thought. I got. I thought she was in With Hunger Games. But that's Elysium. That's yeah, what's her face. A forgettable yeah. movie. Um, Elysium or yeah, Elysium. Hunger Games. I actually yeah. thought Elysium Both. was one of our when we were talking about underrated. That was one of my honorable mentions. I really underrated. Oh, yeah. I thought. Ugh, I thought was it was terrible. good. I thought it was boring. Oh, and the it. last one sounds is, like I should see it though. And the last one is Cold Mountain. So, okay. Rouge, the so you guys got cold down the others, two. right? Yes. And I got Moulin Rouge the others. Yes. I'm, I'm actually surprised Australia's not on there. I can't. I can't believe that one didn't come into my head. Oh, I hate that movie so much. I I, I know, but I feel like I, I, feel like I never there saw was a lot of. I thought there was a lot of. I remember there being a lot of like. I don't know. It was so weird. Hype about it. I don't know. I do. I Back in the time, movie was just. Who so was the other guy in that weird. one? The other was that. Uh, that was huge Jackman. Jacked man. Huge Jackman. Oh, huge yeah. Jackman. I thought it was. Who's the other Aussie? Is what's his name? But Russell Crowe's an Aussie, right? Yeah, Russell Crowe. Yeah, he is. So but he's okay. Sam was he in that movie? He was not in that movie. And the, uh, the uh, Sam Worthington's one, and so okay. is uh, Jason Clark. Oh, so is uh, um, Thor. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, Liam Liam uh, Hemsworth the is also Hem- the other Hemsworth, not Chris Hemsworth. Well, a uh, little known fact. Well, Liam the, and the Chris other Hems- Aussies, the other Hemsworth Hemsworth brothers are not Australian. I'm just joking. Wait, they're well, Chris, well, Chris <laughs> is the Australian one. Wait, they're, they're all Australian. They're all Australian. Yeah, messing with you, Joey. Um, yanking your chain. Okay, so that's I was like, okay, four. panic room. I'm embarrassed about, but come on. <laughs> uh, now we're gonna move on to a segment we call "Good and the Bad and the Ugly." This is general movie review, um, and you know, the title pretty much says it all. A lot of times we go out and we see movies that we don't really want to spend too much time on, but we do want to bring it to your attention, you, yes, you, oh, faithful listener, and uh, we want to talk about these things. And they pretty much come out. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, and sometimes they're just plain old ugly. Yep. Um, so let's uh, let's see, Dove. You start with you on the list, Joy. We'll start with you on good and the bad, and the ugly. All right. Well, uh, I believe last podcast I uh, I, I gave you guys the yes. option, right? Yes. Annihilation um, or uh, date? No, game night. Sorry. Not date night. Yeah. Not Steve Carell. Um, <laughs> and so uh, you guys went with game night. So this time I'm going to review Annihilation. Okay. This is the complicated movie that I can't get out of my uh, head. Okay. Um, and I actually don't know if it's I don't know if it's that complicated to be completely honest. Um, the reason I say that is because I when you get to the end of it, you're like, what? But I'm also not entirely sure that it's one of those movies that kind of like. Anyway, I'll start from the beginning. So I actually really did like this movie. Mm-hmm. I went into it really not being sure. I that the first trailer they showed, I was so excited, and I actually was really hype about the trailers. But you know, with sci-fi movies, sometimes they're great and sometimes they're not. And so, um, and this one, this one is kind of just like, it's it's like disturbing. It's it's like burned into my skull. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> so, um, it's it, it's visually, it's like amazing, and I mean that, and I mean that like. Con- 
considering that there's so much CGI stuff and the, I mean every movie is like visually amazing these days but right. this movie is like visually amazing like it fits mm. right in with the aesthetic um, like just like a pure breakdown is essentially um, uh, Nat- Natalie Portman um, plays a character who had previous time in the I think in the army um, she had about seven years she's married to um, a marine and um, essentially her husband goes on a mission and he's and then she loses all communication like she's her husband Oscar Isaacs right yes yeah. Oscar Isaacs okay. yep she loses all communication essentially like she she re- she requests information from people um, in, within the government that she knows are tied know about his mission and she gets nothing mm-hmm. and so after after about a year she kind of assumes that he's died and that it's so top secret she can't even know um, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere he just shows up he shows up and he doesn't know what's going on. He like barely knows her and he gets really sick. And so she, she takes him in essentially. Um, and, and so, and within this, they find out that she has some expertise cause she's also a biologist. She teaches at a college at this point. Um, and they find out that she actually might have some sort of expertise in terms of what they're dealing with. So they're dealing with this kind of like veil that has appeared um, emitting from a lighthouse and is slowly getting bigger and bigger on the coast. And very so, sci-fi. And so very sci-fi. And so Wonderfully they, sci-fi. So, so they se- and they've sent multiple teams of Marines in and no one has come out except for Oscar Isaacs. No one. And so, and he's come out and they don't know how he got out because essentially he shows up at, he shows up um, at Natalie Portman at their house, mm-hmm. but he doesn't, he didn't like show up. Uh, he didn't like come out of the veil. They picked him up and put him back in. He just shows up. They have no idea how he's gotten there. Right. And so, um, and so, th- so they're they're just as baffled as as everybody. And so, effectively, they're very sending, Twilight Zone. Yeah. Sci-fi. And, and they're sending. Yes. So essentially, the premise is they're sending a new team in. Um, instead of a team of buff male Marines, they're sending a team of. Um, women who are all like scientists in specific fields uh i think there's a physicist a biologist uh a psychologist and uh i don't remember who the third or the mathematician maybe something like that um yeah so uh they send they've sent five women in um and then you sort of follow them through what happens. Okay. So I'm not going to give you much more than that because I think the movie the movie rides I do on suspense. The movie rides on suspense. I actually one of my biggest criticisms is that they gave they put out two trailers. I don't know which ones you guys might have seen, but the first one, the, the one that got me all excited is really good and the se- I think the second one reveals way too much. Uh, hmm. Um so hopefully you haven't seen the extended trailer. Um but if you have, I mean it's still a good movie, but I just like there were scenes that I was like, wow, now that I know the context of this scene, this should not have been in there. Uh, Cuz like you're like watching it and you're like this is going to be that thing from the trailer and then like it, it is. is. Uh, so so that was um, they kind of fell onto the Batman versus Superman issue there, where you know Batman versus Superman is just, just given way too much. They like had like half the movie in there technically. Right. Um, right. I hate but, it when they do that. <laughs> yeah. So do I. So I mean that was one of my biggest things, and and I would say the other thing is, and what I'm still trying to unravel in my mind ultimately is what I can't tell about this movie. Um, because the the one thing that is nice is that yes, I felt the trailer was a little too revealing. But the trailer doesn't, I don't think, divulges into any of, like, the, the final um, scenes. And so the right. final scenes are just go are like, crazy. Okay. And so it's, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey crazy. Um, and so I guess what I'm trying to figure out now is, like, is there a message interwoven in all the crazy stuff that happens, right? Like, is there, like, a really deep meaning that I'm, like, slowly unraveling in my head mm-hmm. or it kind of ends in a way that also 
the the director may not have had any real reason. Like he may not have any actual he may not have had any actual meaning, and he may have just thrown a bunch of really interesting looking complicated stuff in there that doesn't actually add up to anything. So that's I guess what I'm trying to figure out still, even like what almost a month later, several weeks later after seeing this movie, right? Um, I'm still trying to figure out, and I and I think in some ways my ultimate thinking about the movie would fall like when I decide which one it is mm-hmm. that'll kind of decide how good I think the movie is because if I feel like there is a meaning in there and I think there is but I'm like I said I'm still trying to like find most movies I come out of I think about them and I'm like okay here's a decisive yeah, yeah. way to interpret this movie yeah, yeah. and I haven't gotten there with this one yet mm. which is cool yes. but if I decide that there is I feel like this could be one of those movies one of those sci-fi movies for me that like goes in my collection of like favorite sci-fi yeah, movies right. but if I decide that like it's not and it kind of he just threw a bunch of seemingly complicated stuff in there just to like just to do it and and he didn't even have a reason behind yes. it then yes. then it's it probably will go into I think it's worth watching either way but yeah, I mean, and you guys maybe can tell me when you see it. Yeah, if you feel um, like you get do, anything extra out of it. Do you remember that song by Vance Joy that was all over the radio a couple of years ago? Uh, which what's it called? Um, Riptide. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, now, if you listen to that song, mm-hmm. it sounds like there's some sort of like got to be in the know to like to know what's what this guy's talking about because yeah. it seems like a stream of consciousness. You yeah. know, like mm-hmm. these things make no sense. Yeah. And I, I, I got into a fight with my friend about it because she was saying, no, you know, that I like that song. And I was like, I hate that song because it makes no sense. And she's yeah. like, well, it, he probably means something by it. Then we listened to an interview later and he said, yeah, pretty much means nothing. Yeah, and it's ab- it's, it's, it's it's abstract art. Well, it's 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 well, it's it isn't, beyond it isn't, that. It's, it's I have a good tune. I just need lyrics. Yeah, you know, and, and right. it's it's not even abstract art. It's just abstract. Yeah, you know, and 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 and. I, it, it drives me nuts, stuff. When you, I mean, you you complain all the time about that dumb movie, The Fountain, right? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it they they in that one they were like trying to like they did a horrible job of trying to communicate what they were trying to yeah. say. Like yeah. like remember where they were saying like we'll watch the documentary behind that horrible terrible was that huge Jackman? Um, uh, who was that? Shoot, I don't remember. Um, that was that. I think it was was Hugh Jackman or something okay. like that. Um, but we watched the documentary behind that one, yeah. and the guy was like, "Well, we put the positioning of the light over here to represent darkness, and over here was the light." And you're just watching. You're like, not even the most liberal college professor <laughs> of gender study, <laughs> abstract art, um, you know, surreal surrealism, whatever, picked that stupid thing up, you know, and, and yeah, it is huge Jackman. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and Rachel Weiss and Rachel Weiss. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. Yes. And, and it was just a horrible, terrible thing. So I, I wonder about that too. I yeah. mean, what was it by, um, I guess when I see it, I'm going to have to come to terms with, yeah. Are they I just trying we'll, to throw it out there just to throw it out there? Yeah, or are they actually I, trying I to think, send it? I think we'll have to maybe even revisit it once you guys have seen it. Just yeah. to, you wouldn't have to do like a main topic, but I would like to, maybe we'll revisit this yeah. and see if you guys have any opinion. Absolutely. On it. I think it's definitely worth seeing either way. Cool. Um, I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah, like, definitely this see kind it. of helped to inspire our list um, for today. Yeah. Cause we were talking about the monsters in the movie too. Right. And I actually do think um, there are multiple monsters, beings, kind of things within that they encounter. But I think almost all of them pay off in a really cool way. So um, they are genuinely... Again, I say this as someone who's not a horror aficionado. Yeah, yeah. I know people all the time on like message boards and stuff like that where I I saw like a horror movie and I was like scared out of my wits and they're like, oh, that was nothing. <laughs> and they're like watching like they're watching like this really 
disgusting gore horror stuff, <laughs> yeah. horror stuff. stuff that I can't I can't stomach at all. I know. So yeah. I mean, so I understand that, like, especially when we talk on this podcast about anything resembling horror, that we're we're probably not in the know for you horror aficionados. If right. there's any of you listening, not, but I don't even know if I call it horror at that point anymore. It's like almost a different genre when you just yeah. get into gore. Oh, fest. It, it is. I mean, there are I think there are sub genres for that, but I mean, g- the gore is always associated with horror. Anyway, this yeah. one, I mean, this one gets grisly a little bit too. But I just I felt like the I felt like a lot of the beings that they encounter where he, he's trying to blend a couple different genres here and I think he does it well okay um and so uh and so yeah I thought they paid off which was really cool okay and like I said I think I ho- hopefully I'll get to the end of it or maybe I'll hear something what I understand is this is based off of a book um I haven't read the book but this is based off of a book but from what I was told the director um instead of he had read he'd read the book a while ago several years ago mm-hmm. before he decided to to make the project and rather than rereading it and writing the screenplay specifically based off the book from what i understand he almost like wanted it to be like this dreamlike memory of the book so huh. he he didn't reread the book again he essentially tried to craft the story and screenplay from what he remembered of the book wow. and kind of his and like how his own ideals had fil- infiltrated that oh. so which i think is kind of cool i think it's a i don't know i mean I feel like so many movies get tr- try to do the the like page by page adaptation and get yes. it totally wrong anyway. Yes. That it's yeah. kind of cool to see something where like an artist is trying to say like I'm going to do something with art that somebody else created and you know I'll reference that. But well, like, I don't it know. It is still how, my own. How would you feel though if you wrote a book and then someone's like I'm making a oh and you find out later well I made a movie and someone made a movie about your book but it wasn't what you tried to in- communicate in the book. He's like, well, I didn't go back and reread it. I just thought about what I would want it to be. You know I mean? Uh, uh, wh- whether he likes it or not, if he's remembering it in his mind that it's not exactly what it is at the end of the day, it's what he wants it to be. I think, for, you know, I think, well, I'd be yeah. like, well, you know, that's not what I was trying to communicate in my book. bro. I mean, I mean, I guess as the writer, I would be frustrated, but the thing yeah. is like, if he had done this without referencing the book, Obviously, that's oh, really bad. Right. But yeah. I mean, he had to have gotten the author's sign off on it. So, so I mean, he got he got so somebody got the author to sign off on the idea that this was going to be made, and he wasn't going to try and do a screen by screen or a page by page adaptation. So, I mean, you know, so yeah, that's yeah. the that's on the author. I agree with you otherwise, but that's right. on the author if he signed off on that if he wanted to make that money. That's true. So, yeah. So, yeah. and I think it's kind of cool this idea of like it like it being an interpretation because we I always talk about this with the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Like in terms of like page by page adaptations. Um, like I think like the first two movies are probably the best ones because those books are the smallest, but yeah. they're not the best movies. And so I always point to the third book right. or the third movie as being the best movie yep, no because question. that director, that director takes the most like he, he tries to add to the world. He, he puts stuff in there that's like not even in the book, but like adds to the atmosphere of the movie and makes it more interesting. And I think this is where he was going with it. He, he only did one, right? Yeah, he only did one. The director of the third one only did one. Um, I think it's Alejandro. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Quran um, or whatever. Yeah, and so he yeah, only did he one. Did a great but job. He, he was the only one who like really tried to add something. He was like, I understand that I'm dealing with like this, you know, yeah. holy grail of literature. Yeah, but he yeah. was kind of like, I'm not gonna be able to make a perfect adaptation <laughs> yeah. anyway, so I'm gonna try and make something well, you know that I'm happy with. And something that's funny about that is, um, I actually, can, I, I think it paid off. It pays off as a movie to me in that one. And I think it does in this one too. But we'll see. He um. Seeing Prisoner of Azkaban actually made me want to read the books after watching that one. Yeah. The first two, I was like, eh, it's yeah. childish. You know, yeah. it's kids' kids' books. After that one, I was like, 
I'm interested now. Yeah, that was inter- that was, and that got I me. I mean, and it's a, and it's a great book too. But I, yeah, and and that's a great storyline. The way he did the time travel the, at the end was flawless to me. Yeah, the the whole like the first two like page by page are are, are the most accurate of yep. any of the book or any of the movies. But they almost like lack something else. They lack yeah. like a Hollywood touch. It almost yeah. feels like they were just trying to stage yeah, everything based off the book, right. which and, can be good and can not. And be that's good, why the Lord of the Rings are like some of the greatest movies ever made of all time. Yep. Easily top five, in my opinion, Lord of the Rings. Well, I agree with that, but why you why do you attribute that to? Because they nailed the whole book thing, or well, because kind of like they got the best of best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't lack. I mean, they they stayed true to the book, like better than anyone I've ever seen stay mm-hmm. true to a book. Yeah. they they really did. I they mean, I'm not cap- saying they captured they the everything. essence in a way. Yes, that... they captured the essence of the book, yeah. and they uh, captured the essence of making a good movie. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and and all the hard work, all the little details, it totally paid off. Yeah. It, it totally no, paid off right. in the end. I and mean, rip, yep. rip Tom Bombadil, but otherwise. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot of salty fans yeah. out there about Tom Bombadil. Um, but, uh, but otherwise, but but otherwise they, they yes. did the right thing. They did the right thing. All right, Dav, what do you got? Okay, so I suicide watched something. And it was I, was I was actually thinking of suicide watching two different movies, but one looks so too dumb that I was like, I don't even want to spend the money. Which was the two dumb ones? Okay, so there were two dumb ones that I was thinking of, <laughs> um, of suicide watching. Okay. <laughs> So one was uh, 47 Ronin with Keanu Reeves. Wait, that was the two dumb one? This is one of the two dumb ones. Oh, okay. Okay, Okay, at least from the trailer standpoint. Yeah, yeah. The second one was Gods of Egypt with Gerard Butler. What? That's a real thing. Oh yeah. Oh that? yeah. Yep. And I everybody and all of Hollywood was in an uproar for this movie because all the gods of Egypt were white guys, which they are. Do you guys well, remember that? Do you remember mean, the trailer that for that's this? the one you watched? No, this oh. was the, the but between the two, I'm like, I'm gonna suicide watch one well, of these. Well, right, I know, but which one did you choose? Well, Gods of Egypt looked just absolutely too dumb. I was okay, like, good. you know what? I, I was that's gonna, gonna be to stupid. Be, I already know it's gonna be I was dumb. Gonna say, ha- Keanu Reeves, it has to be forty seven Ronan that you picked a watch. Right, so I picked forty seven. <laughs> Come on. So I picked so I was like, okay, this looks kinda dumb. It looks like a Keanu Reeves B movie, kinda like one of those I uh, mean it does, but um, it's still got Right, but it's got some potential. I think I saw that years ago. Oh, you did see it? I okay. Did, yeah. It? yeah, years oh. ago because somebody on our family's um, Netflix account watched it. And I was like, <laughs> well, if someone else watched it. Then <laughs> I guess I'll check it out. I think it was BIP, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, tell um, us. I actually want to hear about it. So it was actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, it, it, it had some cool parts. It would still like had some kind of um, – B movie type stuff in it, yeah. B movie type acting. Yeah. yeah, but I like I like Asian people. I like the just the culture of that. I don't know, like you know, I know the last Samurai was kind of a dumb movie, but the whole culture of that yeah. Samurai swords and all this stuff is 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 interesting to me. Yeah, it's interesting um, to me too. The clothing and everything is interesting to me. Yeah. You know how they act and all the is is interesting. Um, so the culture of it was interesting. The monsters weren't too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't all that bad. I actually recommend it if you... But it's one of those, if there's nothing else to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's, it's, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. But I felt like, uh, just a quick side note, this will be quick, but um, they had some cool parts in it. Uh, as a side note, they had the guy. If you if you remember the right hand man in Last Samurai, do you remember that guy? Yes. Who beat him up? Who beat up yeah. Tom Cruise with mm-hmm. the stick? Yeah. They that guy was kind of the main Asian guy, mm-hmm. and then that actor. Yeah, okay. and then uh, Keanu Reeves was the main American guy, and I felt like the the that guy. I don't even know his name, but 
was a more polarizing figure in the whole movie. Mm. He was just really cool in the movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, what and what he was doing. Um, and they had that all that stupid suicide stuff that they try to glorify. Yeah, Harry Carey. It's just so dumb, you know. What yeah. I mean? It's like, oh, we're all we're all good men. We're all going to kill ourselves. Yes, right. you do that, good man, and yes. you know, and, and all your wives are now are yes. now husbandless. I remember Thank that. you. Yes, you yes, know? I remember that. At the end. That's it's my just problem like, this with is it. So yeah. dumb, you know. And, they and commit I Harry Carey at the end. Yeah, it's and it's all that's all stupid. But and and, and if you were like this, like emotional music playing, and they're you know, they're killing themselves, I was like. Oh, Talking about for forty seven Ronin. Yeah, yeah, they're I killing know. themselves. Yeah, they're all killing themselves. And, 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 and the, when there's you, good music to it and stuff, you're like, yeah. oh. Yeah. But then when you actually know what you're looking for, you're just like, what is this stupid crap that it, they it, teach? It's beyond stupid. It's wicked. Yeah. I mean, that is. I mean, the, the the glorification of suicide. It's mass suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. But um, a mass glorified, honored suicide. Right. Yeah, he's like, we must kill ourselves so that the cycle of vengeance shall end. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting, and you're supposed to sit there and go, "Oh, he's so wise." Yes, right. you know, gotcha. it's like thinking that that chief in Last of the Mohicans at the end was this wise one. Yeah. He's like, "This one shall burn in fire to, for this guy's hate." I'm like, "Okay, this completely innocent girl that did nothing yeah, shall right. burn in fire." We're all supposed to go, "Oh, that's so wise." Yeah, just yeah. dumb. <laughs> anyway, that seems, um, like, that seems like a good transition into Black Panther, but we'll yeah. There. So yeah, what the world takes for wisdom is just so stupid yeah. but um they had this pretty satisfying last fight between this uh the guy that was in last samurai and the enemy of the movie yeah you know keanu reeves kind of takes on this witch girl mm-hmm. and at the same time this other guy is taking out this guy that killed his master basically yeah. and um it was a pretty cool fight scene and he had the and i took that's notice I of this guy expect from it that's why i would watch yeah it. yeah right. but the, the last fight was neat and the reason it was neat was because of um they did a really good job of, of capturing this guy's anger towards this other guy during it. Mm-hmm. And okay. you don't see that too often, you know? And so he was just, when you, when, when you were watching it, you're going, he, there is gonna, there's not going to be any of this at the end of it. Show mercy. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to kill you. If yeah. you, if you say you're sorry, right. garbage, right. Yeah. he was like, I'm going to chop your head off. Right. And it, and like now, you know? Right. And so he, and he, and the way that he was just his face and his screaming during the whole yeah. fight was yeah. actually yeah. pretty satisfying. So well, I, I've always <laughs> said, and I think I've said on this podcast before, I don't know what it is about Asian men, but I feel like, I mean, I, I'd be okay with offending any other race. Like, I, I'd, I'd get over it. Obviously, I don't want to, and that'd be a scary thing. But if I felt like, if I ever offended an Asian man, I'd be like, I am just so sorry. Please. Well, you feel me. so small. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. It's just like, it's, it, it's, for some reason, you know, when I see uh, on Hollywood, uh, you know, I see an angry Asian guy. I feel like it's like not only did you insult me, but you insulted my family, you insulted my culture, and guess what? We're all coming after you now. And 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 like you know, mm-hmm. it's just like you've insulted so much more than just their ego. Mm-hmm. You know, it's if you insulted their soul. You know, and it's like I don't <laughs> yeah. know. For some reason, I feel like that. You know, I just when, when whenever they communicate anger, I'm just like, wow, man, this, this guy's definitely angry. So I can see that. Well, I, well, I, think, I think I can definitely see that when you like, talk about how angry he was well a lot of times doesn't that have like i think a lot of times that has to do with their culture too because because like expressing anger when you've decided to do it it has to be really serious it's like really really serious yeah because i think many times you're like you're not supposed to express that's true real anger yeah like we're a bunch of angry like you know americans yeah this is what everybody considers us (laughs) right a bunch of hot-headed americans so we're and whenever whenever anything happens and we're angry we just yeah let people know we're angry but i don't think that that's 
common in uh, certain, uh, yeah. certain Apparently, I think Asia, a lot of so. cultures think that we wear cowboy hats all the time. So... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, like I said, if you, if you have nothing else to watch, you know, watch it. It's pretty good. It's, it'll entertain you. Watch at the very it while least. wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it was just neat, you know, cause he, he, at the very, he kind of, he loses his sword at the very end, you know, and it just didn't even matter. He's right. like, he's like, I am going to kill you with my bare hands. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and it cool. was pretty satisfying. It's so. cool to see that kind of rage on, on, in a movie. Yep. Okay. Um, now, Joe, you, you talked about, um, you know, blending genres together. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get philosophical about a disturbing trend that I'm starting to see in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Um, uh, another recently, one. Uh, yeah, another. Let's one. add this to hold, the tally. Hold on, hold on. Before you do this, I have to ask you. <laughs> this does not have anything to do with three billboards. It does. So, no. <laughs> it does. Did Dub see it? Dub, did you? I see did it? see it. Yeah, I did see it. Did, you both of you don't look yes. impressed. Well, I wasn't impressed. Uh, yeah, I was not impressed either. Um, oh, th- th- here's it was here's entertaining. Th- oh, anyway, well, was it? Look. I mean, that's my. I question. thought I thought like there were. Th- it was an entertaining. It took and it held my attention. This is the trend that I'm seeing in in Hollywood. Uh, I, I, three movies that I recently watched have all displayed uh, this one thing. One, one of them was called. Um, oh, it was called the the throwaways or the, the, the I forget what it was, but it had uh, what's his face um, Aquaman. In it, Jason uh, yeah. Momoa. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Yes, okay. it was. It was a. Um, it was a B movie, but it wasn't like a low budget B movie. Mm. You know, it, it was kind of like a post apocalyptic uh, movie. Oh, I saw a trailer for that. Yeah, uh, it's called like the Throwaways or something. I forget what mm-hmm. the name of it is called. Can you look up that title for me real quick, Dove? Um, and uh, th- that one and another one called Last Flag Flying. I think it's called with. Okay. Um, uh, Steve Carell. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne and uh, I don't know what's either his of these face. What's, uh, his, I might know what's the, his face from a Walt? One, Walt. Like uh, flying. Walt from um, Breaking Bad. What's his name? Oh, um, yeah. Dove, help me out. Break it. Um, I'm sorry. I was looking up your movie. Breaking Bad. What's his Brian name? Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yeah. yeah. Brian Thank Cranston. you. Sorry. Brian Cranston. And so these three guys. That that one. And now this one. Um, uh, three bull- billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. It, it, it's this trend of viewing viewing uh, very difficult and horrible um, things that happen to people in life with indifference. Uh, it's not viewing it with with gravity. It, it views it with indifference. For example, okay. in in the one with Jason Momoa, um, Braven. No, uh, it's called like uh, the... The throwaways don't have Jason Momoa in it. No, no, I'm just... Look, can you look up Jason Momoa? Yeah, I um, have him here. Okay, yeah, and, and it should be on there like look. recently. Um, the, 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 in, in that movie that Jason Momoa is in, there, it's about um, people who get sent out to... like they, they, they quarantine part of Texas, just like the desert stretch of Texas, mm. and said, okay, instead of killing you, instead of putting you in prison, you're just going to get exiled to this area uh, right here. Um, and, and so this girl gets, you know, um, this girl gets, you know, exiled here. It's about pretty much her trek through that, uh, through that area. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me see. It was sick. No. The bad batch. That's what it's called. The oh, bad batch. okay. Oh yeah. She has one. She doesn't have an arm. She, yeah, she doesn't have an arm. She doesn't have a leg. Oh yeah, I've, okay, um, yeah. And what happens is it's, it's it's kind of like this Mad Max thing where these different factions set up, and some people are cannibals. Some people try to protect each other. Um, and and, and w- the, Jason Momoa is a cannibal, 
And there's this one scene in there where he goes up to this girl and she's like pleading for her life. And, you know, he, he kind of gets annoyed. But then the next thing you see is him, you know, pretty much, um, I mean, he's not eating, but he, he is, he is um, butchering the, the body. Mm-hmm. Oh. He, it's disgusting. Oh. But it's viewed with indifference. It's not viewed with horror. Like, right. like this, is, this is something terrible here. The road. Do you remember the road? Yeah. yeah. Remember that scene where the people come back and they, and they find that, they're, that, they're, that their human cattle have yeah. gotten out? And, and, and you're just like, oh, my word. This is, the, the movie communicates. Yeah. It's not viewed with indifference. It's viewed with this is terrible. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. How, the depravity of man. Oh, my word. How far have we come? And, and this movie, it's viewed with just indifference. There he is. He's just butchering a girl. You know, and, you think, and you think Three Billboards is viewed with indifference? Uh, I'll get to that in a okay. second. The, right. the, okay. the other film that I uh, mentioned was, I think, last. Uh, I think it's called Last Flag Flying. I, f- I forget the, the actual title. I'm forgetting a lot of names and titles right now. But um, in, in this one, there's a scene where Brian Cranston and Lawrence Fishburne go with Steve Carell um, to bury Steve Carell's son who died in the war. And there's this scene where Brian Cranston, and, and they're all standing around the coffin, and Steve Carell's like, I want to see my son. And the guy's like, sir, you don't want to see your son. He, he got shot really bad. He got shot um, He got shot up really bad. And he's like, I want to see my son. You know, And, and so Brian Cranston and Lawrence Fishburne go away, and they start talking. They start having this lighthearted conversation. And in the back, and off in the distance, they'll switch it. They'd switch it every now and then. You'd see Steve Carell. And they open up the coffin, and Steve Carell instantly starts crying and like sobbing uncontrollably mm-hmm. because he sees the horror of what happened to his son. But mm-hmm. the whole scene is viewed with, oh, I guess there's Steve. He's checking on the son. Yeah. What do you mean? Can you explain more so what you mean by how are you interpreting that the scene is viewed with indifference it's it's viewed with indifference because it's not communicating the horror of what is actually happening in Steve front of Carell us instantly starts crying instantly starts crying right mm. but there's this lighthearted conversation going on in, uh, oh. Oh, and, mm. and in the foreground mm-hmm. in the background we're seeing steve carell doing this this i mean in any other movie there'd so be we're like, not feeling his pain no we're not feeling his pain and 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 we're actually feeling the lighthearted conversation and and the, the onlookers mm-hmm. um brian cranston and lawrence fishman are not feeling his pain and i'm going like this going what i mean why, why would you communicate this this is obviously a very very important moment for this character it's a huge moment and and, and you know it's a it's a moment with a lot of gravity and they just totally missed it but is it i mean is it do- right but is it done to kind of like express steve carell's character's loneliness in this particular situation this idea that he's not able to sympathize or no one's able to sympathize with him really. And so he, I mean, is alone in viewing this and, and experiencing this. I'm sure they could have communicated that if it they It sounds like to. that's what they were doing. The, I, I'm, the, most films that I have seen, when you talk about something like this, mm-hmm. you, you, you communicate the, the horror very well, well of, of what is going on, the sadness. Well, you're, you're, so what, what you're I, doing, so, though, is... is um, what what they're doing essentially though is they're communicating it but separating the emotion from it. They're they're separating. This is what they're doing. They're separating the gravity of it. This is a mo- moment with a lot of gravity that must be acknowledged. The gravity right. of what's going on must be acknowledged in the scene. It's not. It's not. It's this lighthearted conversation going on in the background, and it's like this moment. This this moment deserves gravity right. for this but character. It, it, and it obviously made enough of an impact to make you think this way. Right. So you had a really reaction weird. to it. You're so like, that yeah. was really weird. Why would they? Why would they cast such a lighthearted, indifferent approach to this man's pain? That is weird. So then, what about the Jason Momoa scene? Makes you think that they're viewing it with indifference? 
Because, uh, like, again, in the road, you know, when you come across human cannibalism, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's not hard to communicate um, the, the terror and, and, and yeah. the depravity yeah. of man. And this one is just the girl was, was sobbing and crying. Which is alone enough to be yeah. like, wow, this is terrible, you know. But then next thing you know, he's 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 he's, he's butchering the body, mm-hmm. and and it's just no music playing, mm-hmm. no nothing. He's just kind of doing it. It's mm-hmm. just yeah, whatever, you know. And mm-hmm. and, and 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 you know, I, I was like comparing this to other movies where I've seen cannibalism, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and I'm like going, this one is way different because they're not view, viewing this negatively. And 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 to re- to hammer that point home, the girl. Who who lost her arm and her leg to Jason Momoa? He ate it. Frankly, him and his family mm-hmm. ate her arm and leg. Mm, Guess who she yummy. ends up with at the end? Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Mm. She he with the with the guy who ate her. He's That's he's weird. kind he's kind of viewed as this good guy. Okay, so how do you tie this back around then to to three billboards? Three billboards. I have. I have. I a, think I understand where you're coming from, but now I just I now, had a huge problem, and I've actually seen an interview where um uh. What's her What's her name? Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. Thank you again. I keep forgetting okay. people's names. No uh, that's um, me every other day. Right. Life, so. Francis McDormand, um, kept, uh, you know, uh, was actually saw her in an interview where they were talking about this the, the pathos of mm-hmm. this movie mm-hmm. where they they purposefully put in these lighthearted these these funny scenes mm-hmm. to 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 goodness to, for goodness knows what reason in my mind. You know, there's this one scene in there where we're watching domestic violence, you mm-hmm. know, and domestic violence. And anyone who's lived under domestic violence knows that there's there's never a good time to put a lighthearted spin mm-hmm. on domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Never. It's never a good time to make light of it. It's never a good time to be like, oh, domestic violence, just shrug it off. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where um, the, her husband, her ex-husband grabs her, throws her up against the wall and mm-hmm. starts shouting at her. And they, you know, and things get really heavy real quick because the sun comes up behind him and Puts the mm-hmm. knife up to his throat and says, "Let her go, or I'll kill you." Mm-hmm. And and at this moment, we should be going, "Wow, you know this this is terrible." I mm-hmm. mean, this is wow. They were watching domestic violence. I mean, this is this is. I mean, so many people suffer from this. This is a terrible thing. And next thing you know, the the, the girlfriend walks in. Oh, looks like I. Oh, this is a bad time. Oh, I just wanted to use the bathroom. And I'm going, what? What? What in the movie that that is centered? You know, I I think about three. It's billboards. a dark humor. It's, it's 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 no. I've seen dark humor. I've seen well, dark humor. My, my, my question: right. it, it is a dark humor. Yeah, it my question because I is, I felt like that to me was almost like how misery was, in a dark humor. I, I the movie I, Misery yes, was like that. I, yes, and I, know, I've, I've seen bra- movies the, with with dark humor, but they 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 make light. They don't make light of things like rape. You know what I mean? That's beyond dark humor. That's be that's like going. I mean, this is indifference. You know, to what's going on. I, like I look at this I movie. I don't think it's indifference. I, 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 look, I really don't think I, that this movie is indifference. I look at this movie and I call this movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, the lighthearted comedy family movie about rape and suicide. That's seriously what it is. It's not though. It is. It's not viewed with with the gravity that it deserves. Rape and suicide are two topics that should never ever be made light of. And and and, and to view it this way what? that they're they're making light of these things. You know, the the the, the guy who commits suicide, uh, Woody Harrelson. Yes, right. Um, he, yeah, he, that he that was viewed those, as a noble act. 
That was used, first off. I mean, I understand that. Because, it, I, don't I, mean, think it's, I don't think the movie views it, portrays it as a noble act. I, I felt like it, it was. He per- thinks it's a noble act, but I don't think the movie does. I think it does because the way the way that he read the letters mm-hmm. through, or, or, or on the um, as he was narrating the letters, you know, his after death, gone, he's his death made everything move in a positive direction in the movie. Yeah. Well, I mean that's that's true, but uh, the issue that I have, but I don't think that I don't think that was glorifying his suicide per se. I think well, it's it's another trend. I think just real quick in Hollywood. I mean, ultimately, I mean, ultimately, it's cowardice because he's only able to write the letters and to say the stuff. He's only able to write the letters and to say the things that he should be saying to the people in his life already. He's only able to say that after he's dead and after he's killed. Why not? Yeah, not tell him the movie doesn't tell communicate that. The movie it doesn't does. send you that message. How would I get that? It sends. Well, you, it you, sends you, and I, you and I come from what? a place where we view suicide as very bad. But somebody who's committing suicide is going to look at that and say, "Well, what he did was obviously very bad." They're not going to say that. They're going to be like, "Wow, look at all the good stuff that happened because he committed suicide." I don't think isn't so. that what we're? Isn't that what Thirteen Reasons Why is so dangerous? Is because they don't give it the gravity that it deserves. Why, and and, and, yeah. and well, I think I think what he could have said to them in the letter, he just could have said to them to their face. Well, that's what I just said. It's that's why I think it's trade as a act of cowardice because the only way the only way he's able to make a positive impact on these people's could, lives right. is by is is once he's killed himself I, and that's the only way he's able to I could agree with that feels. here's a quick point I could agree with that I think if it was the first time I saw it in Hollywood but we've seen this before we have that other that other uh, movie with the guy in the wheelchair that um, I, I forget what it's called with this girl the girl from uh, from um, Game of Thrones Helps him commit suicide. It's viewed as nobility. It's viewed as as oh, an act oh, of mercy. That one. Oh, right. And uh, if I stay, I think it's, no, 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 yeah, no. That yeah, wasn't. Yeah, it. it was something about. like that. I know what you're talking about. And it's like okay, it's this weird um, thing with noble suicide stuff going on. Oh yeah, If if uh, million dollar baby. Yeah, I never saw Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, I don't know if that thing. was the same Double thing. Suicide. But it's like it's like um, this Double act of mercy suicide. to everybody to to end your own life instead of being a burden to everybody. That doesn't help and, and anyone. I think, I think the really the really damning evidence is the way that his letters are read as he as he reads them and narrates them as the w- listener is looking. Suddenly, you're transported when he's reading when he's reading these letters. You're transported to the Midwest with Friday night football games, uh, cornfields. And and small town, uh, small town joys, and little shops, and all that kind of stuff. And, and it's like this man just committed suicide. He's talking to a woman, woman whose whose daughter was raped while she was dying. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, suddenly I'm transported to the Midwest where you know everything's hunky dory, and I can buy ice cream on the side of the road for a nickel. You know, and, and he's going, you know, um, you know, ha ha. You know, and the way that he's net reading these letters. Do you remember in uh, Shawshank Redemption? Remember Brooks? Yeah. Remember when he read his letter? It wasn't this lighthearted, like you know, hey, you know, you know. Remember to milk the cows, you know, and watch out for Betsy; she kicks. You know, that's the, the way that he read the letters. I even showed this to Dan. Dan was like saying, "This, this, the, 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 the way that he's reading these letters does not match the gravity of what's going on in the movie." You know, it, it's, it's like this. It's like. It's like I'm watching a Hallmark dance of this. It's like watching a Hallmark movie as he's reading these letters. I would have never known that this movie is about a woman whose daughter was raped and about this guy who just committed suicide because he had cancer. You know, and and, and I would have never known that the way that he's the, these letters are being read over uh, over the narration. I'm just going. This is okay. I understand dark humor. I've seen dark humor. I've seen it done well. But these things right here, uh, it's. I think it's portraying it with indifference. And, and I think you and don't think that, I, th- I don't think you like the combinations of different tones. I think the combinations of different tones communicate indifference. That's I don't what think I'm they saying. do. I think I think the attempt here is to communicate to almost communicate a reality 
in a sense. I think the idea behind this is that because ultimately, yes, like if you're I mean, because I think because I think a lot of the plot communicates that reality. Yes, her daughter, this awful thing happens to her daughter. But I, I, I think the idea I mean, uh, what I appreciate about I th- what I appreciate about this movie, I guess, is that everyone is so messed up at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, essentially, like that whole thing where the girlfriend walks in during this like during this like scene of, of abuse it's it's like it's to prove that how dysfunctional they all are. Mm-hmm. On one minute the son wants his father to be there, the next minute the son's got a knife to his father's neck. It's this dysfunctionality of the characters that I think is present there. I don't think it communicates indifference because the whole point of the movie is that despite these awful acts that many of these characters have committed, right? Because I mean, Frances McDermott essentially says that she hopes her daughter gets raped before her daughter gets raped and killed, right? right. right? Yeah, and so like. It like communicates like all our characters are are have these real s- significant issues at the beginning of the movie and throughout the movie. I mean, I'm I mean, and and then that's that's why I like Sam uh, Rockland's um, Rockwell Rockwell. Sorry, mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell's character so much, and that's why I appreciated his ability because like through the majority of the movie, he's like a scumbag, mm-hmm. and I and I don't think like and he seems irredeemable. I mean, he goes in, he beats a dude and throws him out of a window, like and yeah. he's as a police officer, yeah. like he should be irredeemable. But many of these characters, I don't know. There's this. There's this place where there are multiple decisions for multiple characters to be better. Right. And I appreciated that. So, yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean uh, yes. I'm, I mean, yes. Sure don't get can... me wrong. Don't get me wrong. If, if it were up to me, I mean, if I, if I'd wanted them to communicate real truth, they would have all found Jesus. And then, you know, right. their actions would have changed. Right. Or their hearts would have been changed because of that. But I still don't think that it's necessarily a bad idea. I don't think it's indifferent because the, the overall message of the movie is that many of these, is that like, it's like hope isn't lost. To me, that's like the message of this movie because so many of the characters turn themselves around. Yeah, that yeah, it's understandable. And I mean, I was I was disappointed in the ending a little bit. You know, I, I guess I mean with a movie like that, I guess you can't expect everything to to to, to turn out right. Or you know, I, I I think I think instead of learning, instead of being this movie being a teaching moment, we're asking some serious questions about okay, how far do you go for your own justice when it affects when it affects the personal lives of other people. Yeah. You know, instead of talking about that theme, it it, it, it told I think it totally missed the boat on it. It could have this movie had so much potential. They were dealing with so many th- important topics, but it just kept getting undermined with 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 See, this, I didn't find with this as, lighthearted I, like lighthearted. I didn't find it as undermining because I didn't find it as lighthearted. Like I like I like I think if you watch this movie in a comparison to like a, a Marvel movie, I think the humor isn't used the same way. I think it's about dysfunction. I think it's about the fact that like many times in reality like there's nothing like, funny about dysfunctionality that's my thing there's nothing funny not really, about that they're not really making it funny I, I, they are they are. They're making it funny. That like, girl walking in there, well, the guy's got his knife to his throat. You know, it's supposed to be like a funny ha-ha scene, but there's not, nothing though. funny about that. It's not, though. It's just like it's supposed to – it's introducing this ridiculous character because this 50-year-old man has this like 19-year-old girlfriend. And they introduced just I, – I, to me, it communicated – I didn't – there were moments in the movie where I laughed, but I like – laughed beside myself like mm-hmm. like you almost feel bad for laughing and i thought that was what the movie was trying to communicate because ultimately like even in some of these like horrible situations they're uh, even in reality they're not handled with the gravity they should be like i mean ultimately like there i'm sure there are plenty of people out there who have lost children and their and their local police department has failed them mm-hmm. and and despite the fact that they've lost children they're probably not treated the way that they should be right mm-hmm. and or they're probably not forgiven for their own dysfunction of the loss of their child i think i don't know i think it was trying to it doesn't do everything right to me um and but i i don't know i don't i don't think 
it, to me, it wasn't that kind of humor that we've complained that Marvel does. It right. wasn't. It didn't undermine it. No. Well, well, the, the it communicated. It communicated a dysfunction with the characters. This, this like ability that like this almost like this weird thing where like they're human and yet this is how messed up they are. Right. I, my my thing is you. You're talking about communicating reality. Um, my, my problem is is that I, I've been in s- some situations where I've been over at a friend's house where I've seen domestic not 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 anywhere close to, to what was happening mm-hmm. in that movie yeah but I've seen domestic dysfunction mm-hmm. and there's nothing lighthearted or humorous about it even if you introduce a ridiculous character I mean you talk about communicate reality there's nothing in when I was in those situations that could make me go oh, laugh it off there's nothing that could make me laugh it off if a person walks in there and says something funny I could never laugh off that situation and 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 what I'm saying but I don't is think I don't think the movie causes to, you to laugh off, laugh off the situation then why Introduce a funny part that's supposed to make you laugh. Even Francis McDormand said it's supposed to be humorous. What is humorous about what was going on in there? I, and that that in, in a moment we should have been we should have been dwelling on the horror of domestic violence. A character, a ridiculous character, comes in and makes us try to make us forget all about what's going on and make us all laugh. And I'm going, why? I, I just I don't understand like, that. Why would you like, do that? I don't know. I, to me, it wasn't. I don't know. I didn't. I guess I didn't. I. I knew I we were. I, I knew I we were going to have a spirited discussion. I, yeah, I, I guess I oh. just didn't laugh it off. Like that wasn't. I guess that wasn't my reaction. I certainly didn't laugh it off. But why did you put that funny part in there? Clearly, but, you but were if trying you to be funny. You didn't laugh it off, and I didn't laugh it off. I don't think he was clearly trying to be funny. Uh, okay, then, okay, what was he trying to communicate? Again, there? I think he's. I think he was trying to communicate the dysfunction of their relationships. I know, but that was that part was ridiculous. Um, that's what I'm saying. It was ridiculous. It was clear that even Francis McDormand said we tried to introduce humor. That part was not humorous you did not communicate humor you were cu- communicated there are, it was there something are other that was scenes, so ridiculous like, other why scenes, would you put that in there there are other scenes i guess the other i don't know there was there's so much humor in this movie that reminds me of the way it's not the same or it's not handled the same way delivered the same way i should say but that reminds me of the office and i, I won't say humor specifically but it's almost like this awkward no, I wouldn't say awkward. I would say like this satirical take because ultimately like Michael Scott's character, as much as we love him, like the idea was like he was supposed to be this boss who is super not PC to show you like how bad the, how bad people who are like this are. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the point of Michael Scott's character. And I felt like I felt like that much of the delivery in this movie feels the same way. Sam Rockwell's character, he says some really awful like racist stuff. That would be great stuff, if it was a right? comedy. It's not a comedy. You know uh, that, that would be great. Right, if it but, was it, a comic, it, but it's not meant to be that way. It's meant. To, it, but the, the whole point is, is like yes. Like the thing is, is like you can interpret the office two different ways. Like people can watch Michael Scott's character and take him for what he is, and like appreciate him for what he is, and appreciate the fact that he speaks his mind or he doesn't really abide by like PC ideas. But he's ultimately like Mindy Kaling writes that character as a satire. He's supposed to. He's supposed to look like the worst. Like most. Rude, racist, every, sexist every, yeah, boss, every, right? Every American yeah. stereotype right. of what a jerk he's is. He's supposed to. He's yeah. supposed to look like Rolled this in person. order so that we don't be like this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the movie is trying to do that with a lot of these characters. Yeah, you guys, you 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 both make solid points. <laughs> well, Dev, you and saw it, is, right? You, you saw I did it? see okay. it. Yeah, I I I took to Luke's point. I, I took it as nothing more than dark humor. Yeah, that's that to me is dark humor. It's what it is. That's what I took it as. Um. You know, and and some some stuff that will bother people more than other things. You know, I I, I didn't like it for other reasons. I don't I don't want to get into a ton of it though because we have to keep moving. Yeah, on. yeah. Well, that's well, true. Um, so, the main topic. But, but I, I I I didn't see it as during the movie progression. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't really like that part. I like feeling like when I see a movie portray stuff that's dark, like domestic disputes or cannibalism, part of the entertainment factor for me is the realism of it. I, I don't know. Part of it to me, mm-hmm. um, when that changes, you know, a dark humor is kind of hard for me to interpret. It really is like a movie like misery. That's kind of an entertaining mm-hmm. in a dark way. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to like wrap my mind around what they're really trying to say, mm-hmm. you know? Um, the one thing I didn't like about it just really, really quickly is how they kind of portrayed uh, Woody Harrelson's guy. He was like this quasi good guy, bad guy. Yeah. Like he was like this um, bad guy to the townsfolk, but then he's like a good dad, but then he cusses at his daughters all yeah. the time and he, yeah. and that's good. That was weird to me. Yeah. His character was weird. Yeah. He had this really young wife and stuff who like just adores him and weird. Well, just I, weird. Think that's, I don't know. That was I really weird to me. Your description of his character is a great summary of how I viewed, like, what are you trying to communicate here? Is it good, bad, funny, what? I don't know. See, I, I don't get I, it. I know. See, I see, it. see unlike uh, Annihilation, I got a clear, I got a, to me, I got a very clear theme and a very clear communication of what the point of the movie was. So, well, the right. movie And is, it was really like, it, and they use it like the C word a lot, dude. After a while, I start to shut down. Yeah, like when they when they yeah, just the keep language, using the language, in language the is really lot, bad, yeah. and like you know the f word, you know maybe maybe we're lowering our standards, you know, but um, we use a c word over and over, and over. And we are the three of us, probably. Well, no, us as a society, you know. Oh yeah, the, the f word, the f word I know the f word used to shock us, you know. Now it's just normal. Yeah, I know. But well, uh, I, I mean, I just, I just looked up a movie today. I forget what movie I looked up, but I looked up a movie. I want to see the ratings about it, and it was like rated. As so I looked at the IMDb rating, right, yeah. and you know how they like they like break it down. They're like you know uh, sex uh, and nudity, right, right, violence, right. Uh, um, language, right? right. And the language for this movie was like it was rated like intermediate, I think, right? Oh wow. Well, no, not not for not for the movie we're talking about. But oh, movie, oh. I can't remember what movie oh, it was. Oh, 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 but oh. I was looking up a movie. Language was rated intermediate. That was the first thing at the top, right? Mm-hmm. So you think like middle of the road, right? Yeah. 121 f bombs. <laughs> wow. So I mean, I, I mean, I gotta think yeah, that yeah, person's yeah. bar is really low, <laughs> right? Right. You know, because it is it is an individual who goes on there and puts yeah, these things on there, right, yeah. and they get to determine whether they think it's intermediate or graphic yeah. or whatever. Think, but yeah. but I mean, I mean, I was like, come on, I was yeah, like, yeah. 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 So well, obviously, first, as a society, we have we yeah, have and just yeah, and people we should embrace, we have embraced this idea that apparently people in Hollywood or apparently people in movies talk. Realistically, use the F word realistically, but I don't ever hear anyone. I, say you're right. You're right. Well, I, I hear the C word sometimes when at work with <laughs> yeah. my industry, but I, well, mean, I was going to say yeah, some of us every time. But you know what? You know what? It really hits home, and it really hits me hard. when I just don't just want to hear it anymore. Is when it came out of the mouth of those teenagers to their mom. Oh, when yeah. that happens, that that yeah. hits me like a hammer. You know, when an yeah. adult says it, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't rack me as much yeah but when they said it to their mom like that i'm like okay i'm done with that word guys yeah. can we yeah. stop you yeah. know and that part of that put it but anyway we, we should keep moving on here yeah that yeah. movie is three billboards outside yeah. ebbing missouri i wanted to get philosophical you just heard us get really philosophical <laughs> about that movie yeah and, and i mean and the, arguing uh, my about last, meaning i want to just make i mean parts. i guess for me like i just want to make one last point too because i'm not going to say like i enjoy this movie but i guess for me with every movie right like i what i take from a movie sort of like is siphoned through my worldview and my belief system, right? Like I don't I don't I don't look at it, I don't look towards a movie to know what I believe. Right? right. And so so I guess for me like with this movie, I was a like I got a a message that I appreciated but you saw the redemption my, story. Right. I, th- I saw yeah. the redemption story but yeah. filtered through my own belief system, right? Because ultimately there is no mention of Jesus in this movie. Right. So so specifically looking at the characters, there's a lot about the characters I find incredibly 
incredibly yep. like bad or, or incredibly uh, I find issue with. But like I was still able to pull from the movie something good, which from a lot of Hollywood movies today I don't think we can pull from. So yeah. Woody Harrelson's character, do you know what his redemption was? No, suicide. actually, Woody Harrelson's character doesn't get the redemption. I don't think so. But I think I, he was redeemed in his suicide. I, I don't think. think I don't think they portray him as redeemed. I think I because I think they portray him as a coward. But but I think mm-hmm. that Francis Francis McDermott and Sam Rockwell find some sort of redemption story. And that's what I appreciated. Is about the two of them more so than. Uh, like I said, the movie is three billboards outside of Missouri. <laughs> Luke doesn't form like your it. own opinion. Why? Yeah, uh, if yeah, you want to uh, watch like it, I said, yeah. it was it was a waste of really good themes that they could have communicated. They did a very poor job, in my opinion, of communicating. They did a great this. job. Luke Luke wants the last, the last, but they did a great job. They did a terrible job. Of I oh, I will say things. I will say that we you want to talk about getting philosophical? Was it the second episode? Of or I think our second episode or our third episode? I got philosophical with uh yes. What's that called? Um, yeah. um, it was the somebody one, help me. It was the one with Casey Affleck. Yes, the one yes. with Casey Affleck mm-hmm. that uh, I have right. something by the sea. Uh, right, right. What's something. it called? Uh, Manchester. Manchester by the sea. Yeah. I got philosophical, and honestly, this movie I think draws a direct line of comparison to Three Billboards. I think the both movies are very similar. They handle they handle grief in a tone that is is bizarre. I think. Hmm. Um, but I came away from I came away from Manchester by the Sea hopeless. And I came away from this movie hopeful, and I think that was the big difference to me. Because hmm. I think they, I think they, I think they handle their characters. They write their characters, handle some of the scenes in a very, very similar way. Because there's plenty of dysfunction, and there's plenty of dark stuff happening that's like juxtaposed with this bizarre humor in both movies. Um, and and I think I think one I got a lot out of, and the other one, and and Athena, I know Athena. I always got to have my wife in here, guys. I mean, Athena felt the exact same way. Athena came away from um, Manchester by the Sea. She hated it. She hated that movie so much. She was like, "This was a complete waste of my time." And she, Three Billboards was her favorite movie of the year. So, wow. and it was my and it was my tied with mine for that. I am surprised at that. So, yeah, I, I, like favorite I said, movie. Very poorly communicated themes. They had a great opportunity to talk about the gravity and the horror of of suicide, domestic violence, and rape, but it came came off as a lighthearted family comedy. And Definitely and not like, a family comedy. Well, we just uh, talked about the language in there. We, yeah, we talked about the language, but again, when you listen to Woody Harrelson reading these letters, comedy. reading these letters, he's he's like he's talking and he's talking like he's in a Hallmark film. But anyway, we're gonna move on to the next segment called um, uh, Big Ticket Item. We're gonna talk about Black Panther. Now, Black Panther. Um, uh, the biggest thing about Black Panther is not necessarily the movie, but the the, the cultural impact of the movie itself um, uh, uh, upon the, the the viewers and upon uh, America and, and and everywhere else. Everyone doesn't necessarily seem to care as much about the movie as they do about the cultural impact. Yeah, everyone seems true. to keep talking about that and bringing that up. I mean, hardly anyone's uh, hardly anyone is actually talking like critically about the film. Um, the, the film itself. The film itself, yeah, like right, you know, the right. way that they usually talk about Marvel films, um, they they they're yeah. they're chiefly talking about its imp- uh, cultural impact. Now, well, this is this shouldn't be. I mean, this shouldn't feel. This should almost feel like deja vu, in my opinion, because I think the same thing happened in many ways with Wonder Woman. So uh, yeah. I think Wonder Woman was Wonder Woman was praised as easily the best DC movie. 
And I mean, I would. I mean, that's kind of true. Which actually is, yeah. Well, it's kind of true. I, I, I love super. I love Man of Steel, and I think there's an argument to be made for Man of Steel. But I, either I way, agree, I agree. But too. yeah, I mean, Wonder Woman was given like immediately given all this praise, but it was given all this praise because it had a female director and it had a and it started right. female, right. Uh, a female right. superhero Correct. in her for in her and probably what for one of the first times really, um, in a long time at least. What like last one was like Catwoman or something, right? Um, <laughs> that we've had a female lead, you know, lead a movie, and so yes. so it was groundbreaking. In well, in a superhero sense. role, right? It Right, that's what I mean. Sorry, yeah. um, it was groundbreaking in that sense, but not necessarily in the sense of the movie itself. The movie itself was not groundbreaking, right? Right. And and yeah. I think right. and I think what we're that's probably going to agree on is yeah. that the same thing happens with Black Panther here. Yeah, I, is that I feel like there yeah. is almost nothing in this. The, actually, the movie itself felt. Extreme. Well, we want to start. We start oh, with yeah. our with I, our. I, start I, with just totally, I just uh, totally rolled, I just totally rolled on your intro. Okay. I apologize. Um, let me just read the plot real quick. Uh, T'Challa, the king of Wakanda, rises to the throne. In the isolated, technologically advanced African nation, but his <coughs> uh, claim is challenged by a vengeful outsider who uh, was a childhood victim of T'Challa's uh, father's mistake. Now that that that's the uh, uh, synopsis given by uh, Wikipedia. Now go ahead, Joey. Uh, go ahead continue, and uh, continue your thought. Okay. There. All yeah. right. So my thought, my my thought ultimately was that, um, is that I honestly felt that the movie storyline wise. Um, Action-wise, the way the scenes were directed and handled, um, I thought the movie was extremely derivative. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought it was a very typical copy-and-paste, like, single superhero Mm. movie. And I think a lot of the scenes they did were very well done, but they they didn't add anything other than a almost entirely black cast. Right. They didn't add anything new. Yeah, what what, what have we... What is this movie contributing that we haven't seen before? Right, right exactly. Right. And I mean, like I said, I think plenty of the scenes are well done. I think the movie is well made, well constructed mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. But I mean, whether you're looking at the the scene in the beginning, um, and I guess we should say this, you know, it sh- should be common knowledge, but spoiler. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but whether you're looking at the scene in the beginning where T'Challa gets dropped off, right, and he's, you know, Black Panther, he just beats up all those goons, right, 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 right. Whether it's that, you know, that intro scene that they do in, like, every superhero movie where the superhero gets to, you know, just, like, kind of play around and, and beat some dudes who, like, have no chance, right? Yeah. So whether it's that scene, whether it's, whether it's, the, whether right. it's the scene, whether it's the scene, the car chase scene, right? Cool car chase scene, but, I mean, not, like, super, like, it doesn't define, you know, the, ne- right. the next generation of car chase scenes. Right, right. It's not like the, it's not like the born identity of car chase scenes, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then, and it, again, like, or like the ending scene, like this huge battle between the tribes, very like first Narnia movie, right? Like with right. the animals <laughs> running around, you know, <laughs> fighting the people. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Yeah. I, I didn't think over. of that, but I could have. That was people great. Over. I mean, I mean, right. everything. I and I. I say derivative, and I, I don't mean that in like a super negative way. Right. Like, but I, I definitely came. I didn't come away from the movie like like this brought something so new or so interesting. Now, it, now, real quick on that, mm-hmm. would you? What Marvel movie would you say? Wow, this contributed something. I mean that that we haven't seen. I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess that's a loaded question, considering that you know, obviously, you go back to the first ones and say, yeah. well, they contributed something, but everything that came after that. You know, no. I mean, it's been a while. I agree. I mean, I don't think I don't as much as as much as Marvel. I think has become the standard for action movies in many ways. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that they've really. I mean, that's kind of what we've talked about before. Is that we're kind of waiting. Yes. We're kind of waiting and and hoping that there's going to be a new because that's like always like I feel like for me with Marvel that I always get to this point in in the Marvel you know like super production of movies. We get like what three or four a year now. I always feel like there's like this lull where I'm like. Like, okay, like we've seen this, we've done this, like, come on. And then they put out a movie that I'm like, okay, 
Like, like I'm back. Like they brought me back in. Right. And so, and they did that. I mean, they did, I mean, you know, uh, Iron Man starts it. Um, and then, you know, Avengers, I think does a lot that's yep. new and, yep. and really interesting is first like real superhero team up movie. Um, I think Guardian, I know you guys don't always think that, but I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy added something new to the superhero, um, mesh. And I, I mean, I, I think honestly, I think the characters shine in this movie. For me personally, like I do, I mean, we want to talk about the almost all black cast. I, I mean, I think, I think for me, a lot of these characters shined. I think, um, I, I, I actually really like Black Panther, the character himself. I th- we, we talked about this a little bit on our last podcast. Michael B. Jordan as yes. Kilgrave was incredible. Yes. Um, actually, I was just talking the other day with a friend too, because something was that has Killmonger. Killmonger. Yeah. I, yeah. I just. Something else I should have talked about, but we won't get into. Yeah. But I just finished Jessica Jones season two, and Kill Kill Grave is her okay. villain. I apologize. Okay. Um, and I shouldn't have watched Jessica Jones season two. Don't watch that. That's a uh, that's a waste of time. But anyway, so um, don't have to tell me that. I didn't even see the first. Yeah, season. I know. Actually, well, actually, the, the first season first season is really good, but the okay. second season was a complete waste of time. Right. But anyway. Um, in terms of this, I I think Kill um, Killmonger like he does it. He does a great job and. I think I actually was really impressed with Michael B. Jordan, not because he just does a great job for the movie, yeah. but I was I was just saying I was just talking about the lull in good and decent villains in Marvel mm-hmm. movies because let's talk yes. about two let's talk about two yes. of our major ones last year, right? We had um, we had Vulture, uh, Michael Keaton, right? Yeah. We yeah. have t- two big huge actors, Michael Keaton playing Vulture and Kate Blanchett as uh, what's her name? It wasn't uh, Kate Blanchett. It was a Cat yeah. Blanket. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was. Yeah, it was wasn't her? Yeah, it, it was Cat Blanket. I yeah. thought it was the other girl, and and yeah. and both of them failed, and, and yeah. both of them to be fell miserably, yeah. like like Kate <laughs> yeah. Blanchett, like Kate. I thought Kate. Like, I thought Cat Blanket's uh, uh, role was better. I mean, than, I didn't than, th- than Vulture. Yeah, opinion. I mean, I didn't think she. I didn't. I don't think she acted badly or anything, but she she didn't really have the right backstory. Like they kind of just threw some random scenes in there. They didn't give us much to care for, much to care about. And then and then same with Vulture. Vultures was like copy and paste. Yeah. It was like oh, it's it was like, here's a, here's another blue collar worker. Down on his luck, yeah. who <laughs> happens across some really cool technology and does something bad with yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like, come on! And so, uh, and so, thankfully, and so, thankfully, we got we this this movie does make up for that. I think I will say. Um, I don't know that it does anything new in that sense, but but um, we get uh, Andy Circus as oh my gosh, I wish I had names in front of me. Um, we get Andy Circus. We get Andy Serkis's character, and we get Michael B. Jordan, and I think they both do a, a brilliant job. Um, so Ul- yeah. Ulysses Claw, yeah, Ulysses Claw. Yeah. So I think they both cool. do a great job, and um, and I think they were great villains. And I there's a lot of that cast I like. His um, T'Challa's sister, whose name is also blanking on me, um, but um, that actress. Hold on, I'm just gonna we're just gonna pull Shuri, Letitia Wright, Letitia. Yeah, that's her name. Yes. So I like I think she did a fabulous job. I'm I'm really excited for her because she's like. I mean, she's kind of like Batman's gadget maker. I mean, Black Panther's gadget maker. So, so, <laughs> so. <laughs> but anyway, um, sorry, that was that was an gotcha. intentional slip. But anyway, um, yeah. So she's like, I mean, as Black Panther's gadget maker and stuff like that, and as the cool scientist. I don't know. I, I really liked her character. I thought she did a really good job. So I think the characters really pulled me through this movie. I was really interested in mm-hmm. a lot of them. I thought a lot of them were really good. But the movie itself, the storyline, the scenes themselves, they don't. They don't communicate anything new or interesting. They don't innovate at all. I think very. I think or I think really like whoever was. I actually don't know like director and screenwriters and stuff like that. But I think they sat down and said, "What are some of the best elements that make a really good superhero movie? Let's just do those scenes well. Let's try and do a bunch of those scenes well and stick them all together." It's kind of like country music. 
Well, yeah, except for I they hate they country do. music. But. I know you hate it, but that's, that's what they do. They go, this is working. Yeah. Let's make a, do the same thing again, yeah. just with different word, lyrics. Yeah. And the lyrics are good. Yeah. But it's well, a, it's yeah. really the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, All right, Dov, your thoughts on the movie? Um, I, I, I. That's the the way Joey described that is exactly how I felt about it. Okay, it really is. You know, I was like, nothing's really new. There were some cool scenes that I. It was better than I thought it was going to be. I really did not have a desire to see it. Yeah, I went to see it because of this podcast. Right. Yeah, I would have waited. You know, he went so, to see it because of the podcast. But it'll be in, it'll be in one of his top. I'm just uh, not top a, three uh, movies of 2018 next year. <laughs> oh, let's hope not. But anyway, <laughs> um, it. Uh, it you know, I, it was better. I thought there were some cool scenes in it, but it was, Joey was right. There are cool scenes because they're already cool yeah. in the Marvel universe, and they do them well. They and they do, do them, them well. In a yeah, new it was way. neat. They don't um, do them in a, they don't take I liked T'Challa, the 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 uh, the king. I liked his character. Yeah. I like Chadwick. I think it's his Boseman yeah, or Bos- I like him as an actor. I liked the characters. I liked. He's um, actually he's actually another actor. I'm thinking that might be on my wa- on my to watch list. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, I saw him in Marshall last has, year, and he was actually really good in that. That movie wasn't great, but he was good. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, he's in a um, Netflix movie about him coming over and like looking for his sister or something. But anyway, um, I thought he was good. It was kind of annoying to me though how he listened a little bit too much to his posse. I was kind of getting annoyed. I can't stand when people start lecturing the king. Yeah, uh, it just gets annoying after a while. You should do this, and he starts to doubt himself. Yeah, I just yeah, you know. And he finally started getting assertive when he went into the uh, when he went into the the place where where. Yeah. Um, where what's his name was uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker, and he started yelling. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm like, finally, let's like, you know, yeah. and I was just waiting for him to just look over at the, the the people that were, you know, this is not what a king does, and this is a and your father and your father and you yeah. shouldn't buy it. I'm just like, just kid, and shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're doing it this way because I'm the king. Get, sit down, please. I just yeah. I was hoping for that. Yeah. Well, but anyway, I think, I think he started to do that a I, little bit. Right, foot, and, but, and, right. Yeah, but put I think, foot I think foot. that was. I mean, I think that was a coming of. We can't even call this coming of age. Coming of superhero, I guess. Yeah. Thing was right. what they were trying to do was to show that he became an unsure king at the beginning, right? And right. he becomes the king without any real challenge, and then he's challenged by Killmonger and reclaims his throne, and then that's like when he really steps right. into the position. I would have loved to see. Um, and some of it was predictable. You know, the whole scene where he's up there with. The with the big dude, um, the big gorilla up the guy water, up on the waterfall, the or? big gorilla guy after he came back to life, the guy that he beat in the beginning. Yeah. The well, king, what's that the guy's king name? Tribe. Mbaku. Yeah. Mbaku, yeah, right. Mbaku. So he's up there and he's like, we need your army. No. Okay. And then they go down there fighting. I'm like, okay, this is predictable. Here we right. go. Now here comes the, I mean, I see that coming a mile away. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. typical superhero stuff. Um, and but it was better than I thought it was. I put it on the same par as like Thor Ragnarok. I mean, it was cool, really cool parts. Yeah, nothing new. Yeah, nothing really new except. But to Joey's point, I agree with the the villains were better in this. Yeah. I, yeah. I um, Eddie Circus's guy was great. Yeah, I was. every time he showed he really up, was. I enjoyed his his tenacity, and yeah. I enjoyed Michael B. Jordan's. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty that fight kind of at the end. Yeah. Was was a little bit more desperate than usual, and yeah. and I thought they portrayed it well, not by what was the fight that was happening, yeah, but by the reactions of mom and sister on the side. Yeah, they kept like when when Michael when B. Jordan would just like boom, yeah, and he would yeah. slam him back down, you know. Yeah, and then right after he would like slam him, the camera would go right over to them real quick, yeah. 
and their worry was becoming yeah. and that added so much gravity to what was going on yeah. and i thought that was well done yeah um so yeah better than i thought it was going to be i just wish all this garbage political stuff surrounding it just well, did not exist tra- that's a good transition i didn't want to bring I, that up first, i know so. but i just i wish it wasn't there i i found myself missing the days when we could watch sinbad in yes. the 1990s, well, I mean, make fun of all these white people, and all of us thought of it was so funny, yeah. you know. And those days are, you know, it's just yeah. our 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 politicizing of all these things has is ruining our enjoyment of these things. Well, it's and, it's and you so can't help but look at color yeah. because of the, what they're feeding us, and it, and it just drives you nuts. And you just wish you could enjoy it for what it is. I, I but. guess I guess for me, I would say that like it's it's like for me, it was like a be careful what you wish for. Because sometimes I'm like watching. Because I I feel like most Marvel movies have generally steered away from from making any kind of political statement or otherwise. And right. And uh and and so you know and sometimes I'm like oh there's like nothing to really sink your teeth into in these Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh And then you know be careful what you wish for. And now we we got Black Panther, which yeah. was which was pretty uh, overt in its approach to certain. I certain thought things. it was. Um, yeah, that's another point I mean, too. Might, I, I mean, felt what, like they I, could have done a lot more. They could have said some things and done some things that were pretty egregious in this. I felt they could have done and they didn't. Yeah, yeah they could have right. gone I, farther. I, I, I they, agree. They could have the gone same farther, with Wonder but, Woman. Yeah. I, I felt like in Wonder Woman they could have gotten Actually, away Wonder with some Woman, things I felt like and they held back. Yeah, like Wonder Woman, I right. really, I really did feel like they held back. But yeah. but like Everett, I mean, Martin Freeman's character, like Everett. Ross, I'm reading this now. I have this in front of me. I didn't yeah. just remember his name, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, but and Martin Freeman's character, right? Like, I don't even know why he's listed as Everett K. Ross. He should just be listed as the what the colonizer, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, oh, my and God. I just yeah. like I said, I noticed that stuff and I picked up that stuff. I, I felt like they, they you were meant to it. notice it for yeah. sure. I, yeah, and I, I kept you know, and they're like, oh, colonizer, you know, and I'm like, right. okay, and the, and the, of course the the huge irony in all this is is just like okay. You know, and everybody are praising. It's a cel- what they're saying out there mm-hmm. about this movie is that it's a celebration of black culture. Mm-hmm. I think that's what gives it a higher rating and a Rotten Tomatoes rate, just like Wonder Woman. Oh, it's yeah. black director, black cast, moving forward with Probably. social yeah. uh, everything. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, what are <laughs> they going to so do for the world? Urban programs. I'm yeah. like, yeah, come on, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so and just the whole the whole <laughs> irony of it is, Okay, so the best that we can do, um, this movie was produced and written by white people. Um, this isn't, you know, it's it's just one of those weird irony things where we're celebrating black culture, but we have to make up a fictitious place to really celebrate it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's going down a road that, like, all right, um, in order for us to have a really great African culture, we got to make it up. Yeah, and I feel like, like we don't have any like real should, examples, so I we got to. We and I feel like we should let Luke speak his piece on it before we, because we can really delve into the political bit. Yeah, and if he wants to, but did you want to give your thoughts on the movie as a whole before we do that? Well, uh, well, first off, the uh, so far two of the writers that I've seen. No, both writers are. Or, yeah, I think all the writers are black. And yeah, so are they? The writers yep. are black. Yep. Yeah, so is the director. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, wow. two producer. Wrong. Producer is Kevin. Uh, I forget Kevin. I forget how you say his name, but producer is is the same guy who's produced every movie, and he's white. But <laughs> yeah, who yeah. wrote it? Um, uh, well, it's the director, the director, and and uh, Joe Robert Cole. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, Joe Robert Cole, both are black guys, and you have Stan Lee, um, who's also featured on the writing credits, and a guy named Jack Kirby. 
Who... Yeah, but both of them are featured because of comic books. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the real writers are really actually. Is that right? The writers of the oh, wow. movie are Ryan Coogler, I didn't know that. the director, I thought... and Robert and Joe Robert Cole. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Stanley wow. and Jack Kirby are credited because of the comics. Because, because of the comics. yeah, gotcha. Because they did write gotcha. much of um, Black Panther. Okay. Comics, right. Yes. Comic what was origins. wrong? Okay. Well, so you could. Well, you could still argue that it was written by white guys because Stan Lee. I mean, is white. Guy. I mean, he started this whole thing, right? This is his idea. Yeah. They're grabbing on to something he started, and they're they're seeing it through tuition. Now, the two aspects of this movie that you need to talk about unfortunately like i said when i introduced this segment is first off the 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 objective movie standard of like is this a good movie or not it was there was there great movie elements i mean is this this going back to an objective standard of what a good movie is or and that's one aspect and also it's the the cultural impact now uh I, i agree with you guys mostly on like you know the um you know just the the general uh the general communication of this movie was very done very well i mean yeah. it was it was a very well done movie and everything looked yeah. realistic there was nothing cheesy about it you know yeah. there everything i mean uh i i liked the culture um like i said to you joe I, I knew you weren't as big on the culture as i was but i i liked the culture of this place you know i mean they they sold me a little bit on the culture you know and not not as in depth as i'd like to see but it, it, it definitely sold me okay wakanda has its own culture i believe yeah. you uh, yeah, you yeah. know you when you talk right. mr lip mr lip ring guy okay that was a little too much that, right? was, that was that, that actually was where i top. point that actually was where i point to is just like i don't know that i i i mean i'm I was fine with them. With I, I mean, I was totally cool with them celebrating the culture. I was cool with them developing the culture of Wakanda itself. I, yes. I, I no, I, I agree. I think they did a good job on so that. The thing is, they but they like, from panned the to that dude with the yeah, they panned to the dude with the, call him the Lipkis. massive lip. Discus and, and, and he even had he even had he even had a couple of uh, lines. Yeah. Wearing, <laughs> I'm like, is he talking? Can he talk? Yeah, and, and not that, but he's like, and he's like wearing a funky green suit, and I was very confused by that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing. I mean, I, and I understand I guess what if it's a reference to. Right. I guess if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be. If I want to say something about that, uh, self mutilation like that should never be celebrated. You know, I mean, yeah. it should never be like you know. There are certain things in African culture that should be celebrated. There are some things that yeah. should not be. You know, I mean, everyone talks about like you know the 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 rings that those girls put on their neck to make their necks mm-hmm. really super long. You know, I'm, I'm glad they didn't put that in there. That's self mutilation. You know, this guy with this huge lip thing. No, well, know, let's be honest. If they put if they put African culture in there. It, 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 It'd be nothing but death and whatever else. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's the other thing, too. Yeah. I mean, my, my... Like real African culture. My and, criticisms and, come and, chiefly and, on the second aspect of this movie and its right, cultural impact. But I do just want to say that, um, just to kind of point out, or not, or to not be hypocritical, at least from my... Hypocritical, at least from my end, um, I also think massive gauges are stupid, so... Absolutely. <laughs> so, I, I well, no, so. I just feel like uh, I just feel like you know. I mean, that's the they put that there as a representation and a reference back to certain to certain cultures within right. Africa and African countries, right. right? And I understood why they did it. I just like they panned to that guy so many times. Yeah. Like always during the fight, right. they're like panned to the mother and the daughter, and they're giving us like these really cool visceral reactions. And you're getting the gravity situation, and then they're like panned to the guy. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I like, what? <laughs> I don't remember. And so with the giant lip, and I was right. like, come on. I, I want to know. And, if that, and the green I, suit. I'm like, who is this dude? The Riddler? Like. <laughs> I want the Lippler. Yeah, the Lippler. I, I, I want to know if this if that was real or if that was I fake. And it might have been real. If it was real, was... where'd they get this guy from? I, 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 I have this lip ring. Can I? Can I? Can I have this lip discus? Can I act? 
You know, or like, you know, sign me up. I want to. It was act. probably fake. I'm sure it was. But yeah, I I, but I just, I, I just wanted to make that statement yeah. simply because it, that it, it, I didn't want again because somehow we're stuck talking about this. This whole like, is it because of race or not? And it's right. not because the guy is black. It's not because it originated in Africa that I have an issue with his gigantic lip. Like, yeah, it's well, the same it's, thing it's with these guys. It's the same I thing with these guys with the giant gauges. The gauges are disgusting. It, it, it just it bothers just, me. And I, I don't I, think it's something. I don't think it's like no. It's 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 not about color. But but Hollywood makes it about it. They ch- they continue to, to 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 say you should care, right. and we're all going. We really don't care, but you should. Yeah, you know, and that's well, what I that's mean, what drives me crazy. I, 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 I mean, I think they I, get away with murder in this film. They get away with murder, and that one scene I talked about it uh, last month with you guys. That one scene where uh, the king says to T'Challa, Mbaku. Uh, Mbaku says oh, to yeah. Shala, he's like, I'm not going to help you out. Your fathers have spurned me for yeah. generations. Right. You know, you guys never cared about us. You know, you didn't, you, you, you never helped us out. We were up here all by ourselves doing our own thing. And, you know, we, you, we're your own countrymen for Pete's sakes. And you just ignored us. Right. And T'Challa goes, well, I can't speak for them. And then the movie just goes right on, right on going. And, and, and I want to sit down oh, and yeah. say, T'Challa, sit down, buddy. Sit down. Come here. T'Challa, come here. Come here. Let me put my arm around your neck. Can I call you T? T? Okay, take it out. T? Let me tell you something. Uh, speaking as a woke white millennial. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> you can't say that, okay? The first thing out of your mouth should have been, I'm really sorry. Can I make reparations? That's the first thing that you should have said, okay? Let me tell you something about that, okay? You cannot say, I can't speak for them. You have, Since he made that claim... You are now you and your culture are responsible, are responsible for, yeah. for, for the sins for of the, your fathers. For the sins yeah. of your fathers, you must make reparations, or else this movie's going no place. My friend, sit down. We're going to have a long conversation about how you can make reparations for the sins of your father. And 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 now listen. If this movie, okay, first off, the the the, the message of this film was mostly positive, which I thought, right. like you said, was refreshing. Like wow, yeah, they could have done, really done a lot yeah. more. They could have done a lot more, but they didn't. And I yep. was like, wow, that is great. You know, I yep. became a fan of this film because of the really positive messages that are in this film that should be sure. celebrated. Now, if they are saying, if they are saying to the rest of the world. We don't care about the whole reparations thing. With that statement, I just became even even bigger fan. You know, give me the Black Panther T-shirt, right? You know, <laughs> but if they even missed that in their film, and 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 they still think that you know, like oh, reparations need to be made, but they put that in their film yeah. as amazing, huge, in your face, double standard, and 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 I I am just going, what? How how could you possibly put this in this film? You know, mm. I, that, that to me was like he got away with murder. If I tried to say that if it, to if some people, if, 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 if it's if it's if that's what they intended, because right, you're saying, right, are right. you saying that that's what you believe or there's 50 50? I'm 50 50 on that. I mean, because there really was a lot of positive messages. Yeah, right. Yeah, there really was. There really yeah. were. And, and and so if they're if they are saying, you know, hey, we don't care about that. Let's just move on. And, and here's Black Panther, King T'Challa, as an example to the rest of us. Let's stop living in the past and move forward. And, and, and right. you know, OK, yeah. Well, yeah, I can say I'm, okay. I'm, I'm there. Come on, right. baby, let's talk. You know, but I, I I know that right now, as of right now, that if I got up there and 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 in front of like a live audience and someone said, "Hey, you know, let's talk about reparations, Luke," and I, and I say, "Well, I can't answer for my forefathers," I, I, I would get absolutely nowhere. 
I would absolutely get nowhere. I would get crucified. I mean, I would just be dead in the water yeah. if I said something like that. So I'm, I'm looking at T'Challa saying, you know, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad that happened. I agree with you, T'Challa. You can't answer for them. You right. cannot do anything. You can't answer for them. Let's just move ahead and go, go forward and, 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 and I not like, dwell and, too and much on the past. I, and I mean, I right. sh- and I should say too that like even the idea that like let's go, let's move forward. And I mean, you can move forward with the idea that like you know your forefathers have abused this person, and so but like. That isn't direct, like, give me half your money because you owe right. it to me because of something two, three generations exactly. ago that happened. Yes. Or give me half of your, your power, your technology in, in the case of this movie. Right. Like, that's the difference is, like, you can move forward aware right. that there has been a, 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 an injustice in the past, not, not, not by you, but, you know, within this, and, and you can try and make – like try and, and heal that wound, right? right? Yes. Like that's the idea is like he and um, Umbaku, like the idea is like those tribes could heal that wound now. Right. 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 So you can move right. forward in, in terms of healing, but it's different when it's like, right. And, yeah, and, yeah. and another thing I want to say too, um, two more points I want to make, then we'll move on to our list, which I'm actually very excited just, about. Before you finish, yeah. I, I just really wish there would have been a Captain America cameo at some point. Just uh, real quick, I would have loved that. Because the, 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 throughout the comics, they were, they were all as Black Panther and Cap were always helping each other right. in their different worlds. Worlds. Yeah. And that just would have been cool to see him kind of in that last fight. Yeah, they, only, they only showed us Bucky, but yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, the two other points I want to make. Okay, if we're talking about moving forward, you know, a lot of positive message in this film. Um, uh, you know, the Black Panther, you know, uh, if it's setting – if it wants to set an example – um, it, it can't be calling the white people colonizers. You can't be doing that. You, you just can't. You know, you got to. That's like calling. Yeah. That, that's reducing. That's reducing a a, a a race to its only negative aspect. It's like mm-hmm. calling a black person a slave. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just going to reduce you to the negative connotation of your race. Okay, and 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 to coming along to to this guy. And if you want to move forward, don't reduce that person to the negative connotation of the race, which is a colonizer. Are you interested in Christian education? Would you like to learn how to be a Christian teacher or how to run your very own Christian school with success? The GCS Apprenticeship Program can help. Learn more on our website at gcsapprenticeship.com. And you talked about um, what was controversial in terms of reparations with that scene with Mbaku. But, I mean, the, I get, again, he, uh, what uh, Martin Freeman's character starts talking, starts attempting to address him. And right. he and he and the rest of the men in the room in the in the throne room right. all they start going whoo 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 until he stops and then he's like you don't get to talk right so I mean there is the uh, it's 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 very interesting and and I think it brings us back yeah. I, and I kind of cut you off Dove on the point but the point you were making was really a good one about this idea of fantasy right the fact uh, that yeah. like. The fact that, like, I mean, they want to deal. They also, I mean, besides getting into into political affiliations with about, or um, I guess, political discourse about race um, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and relations and, and whatnot, they also got into immigration. Right? Was yeah. like this whole idea of do we let them? Do we let them know about Wakanda? Dude. Do we let yeah, them yeah. in? Yeah. Right? Dude. All this like all this yeah. like insight about uh, about uh, immigration and what countries I for- should do. I forgot about that. that. Are so powerful. Remember, he's talking to what's his name with with Rhino. Yeah. Do you remember that scene? Yes. And he goes, and he goes, well, maybe you know, how should we help them or whatever? We should let them in. Yeah. And he goes, well, when you bring in, he directly says, when yeah. you bring them in, they bring all their problems. Right. Yeah. And then they, sh- then that, that idea goes by the boards immediately and they move on to another idea. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there, I'm going, did I just hear that? Don't let them in is what they just said. And they determined that that was the best course of action. Don't in let in well, refugees. And, and the, but that, but the issue is, is that T'Challa at the moment 
determines that it's the best course of action, but the whole point of the end of the movie is that they don't. They decide that they're going to help yes. the world, and they're yeah. also going to let people in, right? right? And that's kind of supposed to be the but message, I felt like the message they, to America I, I that felt you, like, you should be that way. I know, but yeah, that was a message, but I felt like they, they still didn't come, come to the conclusion that we're going to let people in. It was, yeah. we're going to go out. Right. Well, maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's true, well, too. But either way, what they choose? To get American back, slums. And, and, but, Guys, and, and I wanted to get back sorry, to your uh, point, too, what though. Better, what better but that, place? That all of this, all of this, and this goes back to a point that Luke has been making for forever, that is in order to have any of this, this discourse that's uh, – much of, much of the lines that are specifically politically driven are given almost with this sense of like – like um aboveness like they're like given with a sense of like looking down their nose right like yeah, right, like whether right. it's about race you know or you, you the colonizer you own slaves because because yeah. michael b jordan's character at the end gives this whole kind of like mini monologue about how yeah. his yes. ancestors were slaves and yes. they wouldn't have given up so he can't either well, kind of a thing yeah and so within all that it's given it's given it's delivered to the character and many times delivered to the audience i think in a way yes. that almost of this like way that they're looking down there like we're, we're looking down our knows at you we we've chosen to be better but you haven't Mm -hmm. right and so but in order to get all this you had to create an entirely fantasy like world there is no place in in there is no african Mm. country that resembles wakanda there is no african country that has the 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 power and the wealth and whatnot of america and perhaps the response to that would be that you're only powerful and wealthy on the backs of of slaves i mean that you could potentially they might make that argument and that's fine but you still had to create an entire an entire fantasy in order yeah. to have this discourse at all, right. and so part of um, so it, it, it kind of you kind of lose you kind of I think you lose, lose a lot of your leverage there. Yeah, yeah that's right. Part, part of Muggle to be Jordans when they were fighting in the train. Part of that too was um, uh, part of T'Challa's message against him was that you become like. Honestly, like the big bad wolf that they really didn't talk about much, but he was like, your approach is like the colonizers. Mm-hmm. That's what's making you bad. You become yeah. you become yeah. what you should be fighting against. Right. right. You, you've taken on the tactics of the colonizers. Yeah. You know, right. I get that. Well, message and, well just too. to be clear, uh, I, I am a fan of open borders personally. And and and, and uh, like whether or not this movie wants to preach that, you know, I guess to hey, me they, is, made, they brought to, it up. Is, is really, they did bring it up. They did talk about it. And, and, and you could definitely tell that that. I guess there's a theme in there, but I, I mean, personally, I am a fan of open borders. I, I think the the breakout star in this one for me for me was Michael B. Jordan. I like I said to Joey uh, last month, like I think that was such a difficult role. How could you how could you possibly? I think if it was anybody else, it would have been so hokey and fake. Like oh, yeah. you know, urban boy crying about daddy problems. You know, oh, oh, that is so lame. But he totally sold that character to me. He just did such a good job. I think he he's a gr- phenomenal actor. Totally sold that. I think that was a very difficult role. I think he made it look easy. Um, uh, and I think T'Challa also sold his role to very well, too. Um, Chadwick Boseman, I think he did a very good job at selling uh, that character. Because when I first saw Black Panther in Civil War, I was like, this guy's so cut and dry. You know, like, yeah. oh, you know, it was a Gary Stew, you know, like, you know, just perfect in every way. You know, like a male Mary Poppins, you know, practically perfect in every way. And, and I was like, you know, what what is wrong with this guy? But then in this one, he showed a little bit of depth. I think yeah. the only person who didn't really show any depth with, with, was, frankly, the bald girl. And absolutely no depth that's uh that's what's her name in walking dead you know that yes i do oh, okay. that yes Who? um um the girl with the michonne michonne yeah. the general are we talking about the yeah, general? yeah the ball that's the michonne in walking dead yeah. oh i didn't know that but yeah. um 
I, yeah. I thought I actually I don't know I thought she had plenty of interesting depth I think a lot of the side characters oh, she was, was just an funny, active, it was, girl wanted to beat up men That's it was, it was kind of funny because it was it was, uh, it was kind of fun watching uh, watching um, Black Panther get blown up sometimes when when uh, Andy Serkis got him with that arm thing yeah he pulled he put that picked up that desk and he just blew him out the, and then when Michael B. Jordan hit him with that rocket launcher on the way in I don't know something satisfying about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, again, I mean, I mean, I agree that I agree that yeah. Michael B. Jordan stood out, but I, he did, yeah. I actually like, like, I think that I, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce her name, but the character of Shuri, who is um, T'Challa's sister, yeah, I, I think she stood out. I think she's I'm, really, really? I, I thought she and, showed no showed no depth to uh, me in my mind. His sister no or yeah, the I'm general? Oh, so the both I, of them. I was like, I these they, are token. These are token. Uh, Mary actually, Seuss. actually, I no, I didn't think so at all. I thought they were great. So. Uh, I, 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 understand I thought she was good. Out. I thought anybody could have played that role. That's what oh, I, think. I think she pulled it off really well. So oh, I, I yeah, just right. thought they were token Mary Stews. And again, the fem- I'm not going to go into feminism, Mary Stews. Of course. Mary, Mary Stews. Mary Stews, thank Sues. you. Not Gary Stews. Yeah, Mary Stews. <laughs> uh, and and um, I, I'm not going to go in, into the feminism. I was like, whatever, you know, uh, token feminism in that movie. But I'm not going to go too far on that. People have heard me rip on that too much. But that's Black Panther. Uh, I Better than I thought. I recommend the movie. I mean, I it do really too. is an entertaining yeah, I do watch. Too. It's entertaining No, I think it's very good I mean, I mean, I think good characters. Yeah, I think it's a really, really, I think it's a really well done and very solid movie. Yes, and with 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 a minimal of millennialism in it, they they hardly ever undermined it with comedy. I mean, they did a couple times, but like generally they stayed away. Yeah, their approach so refreshing. Their approach, their approach was much more serious. Yes, thank you. And you know what? Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah, that's all it takes. Doesn't take much to please us, folks. <laughs> but yeah, so, no, so I, true. I think I, I mean That's we, I think so we all true. recommend it. So, yeah, yeah, we yeah. all recommend it's that definitely, film. It's definitely a solid movie. Yeah, um, yeah. So. so we all recommend that film, and um, I, we're excited to see. I'm excited to see Black Panther in in, in the next. Uh, yeah. Before I was like, you know, when I first. What I, I don't. Like, what I really hope is we don't see t- uh, too much of the extra side people. That's what I hope we don't. Sure, see. sure, he's going to be in it, but I don't think I don't know that anyone else is going to be. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, oh no, I guess the general uh, Nak- is it Nakia? Nakia? Yeah, yeah. Um, She'll be in it. I just hope not too much. She's in it. I just hope not too much. It's like you're not an Avenger. I just hope that they okay, maybe a couple scenes, but that's it. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I hope yeah, she has a cameo is. at best. I, I just no depth to that get <laughs> Um Okay. Anyway, moving on to the sad. next, make me sad, the Luke. last, the last uh, segment we do, and this is called lists. Luke makes me sad, and. Um, uh, this whole podcast. You don't live with them, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get <I> out. <laughs> Get out of my basement. Um, moving on to uh, what you saw was Joey attempting to get out. What you heard? What you, what heard? you heard? Ooh, get out. Anyway, that actually was a great same movie. actor. Well, not the same. Yeah, <laughs> there is an actor. In, there is an actor in both movies. But <laughs> no, same guy. He's yeah. uh, he's also. Uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> um, moving on to our last uh, our last segment called this. Uh, this is a this, fun one. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one, actually. It's going to be a lot of uh, oh, yes. good insights here, I think. A lot of fun. Oh, yeah, that movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that mm-hmm. movie. I think we're going we're gonna to dig some old ones out here with this one. This is three times, and this is um, uh, this is 
a list that I left up for. There's some interpretation that's going to happen here. We're right. going to see some variation in our interpretation of what a monster is in a movie. You know, yeah. this, I just use the term general monster. Okay, um, so the, the the list is three times you were impressed by a monster in a film, and three times you were not impressed by. It. I mean, so they just and, blew and, it. And, you I, know? and I feel like there's a distinction should be made that kind of got made last uh, our, on our last podcast when we were talking about our favorite movies and whatnot. Because Luke had kind of said that you know those those were we weren't trying to we weren't arguing about which was the best movie of 2017, right? We were giving our opinions, and some of these lists that we do, I mean, we are kind of trying to cipher out a decisive like best villain or best this i think for this for me like i know that there are like a billion horror movies out there that i haven't seen yes it might be filled with absolutely terrible reveals and and absolutely great reveals and so as someone who's not an aficionado this these lists for me are not are not like i'm i'm out here claiming these are the best and the worst these are just from my experience what i've seen these these have been some of the ones that have really impressed me and some of the ones that i've been like what so yep. well go I want you to go ahead and start with that intro. Yeah. You want me to start with yeah. that? What? Okay. <laughs> all right. So all right, so would you like me to start with the best or the worst? What do we start with? Um let's go with the best. I think the worst is gonna be more fun. Okay, worst is gonna be more fun. All right, <laughs> all right that maybe. sounds good to me. We'll all right. So uh, let me see here. Four. I'll I'll start with number three and work my way down. Does mm-hmm. that sound good? Yep. Okay. All right. Um so for number three, um I I feel like I don't know if you guys brought this one up recently. This is actually a recent one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was actually really impressed with because most of the time when I randomly watch a movie on Netflix, I don't I don't ex- expect to be impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but The Ritual. Yes. Did you talk about that one yes, recently? Yes, we did yeah. last yeah. month. Yes, we okay, did. That's, that's what how I actually how we started this list. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, well, yeah, we had talked about that and Annihilation. And Annihilation yeah, that one, yes. Annihilation. Yes. Yep. Yep. But yeah, so apparently, like, I didn't register that that was the one you had talked about. Okay. And then I watched it. Okay. And, but, yeah. I mean, so that I mean, delivered. I was like, I was like, whoa, this thing is so creepy. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah. So I thought I thought it delivered. I think that I think that one might be one that gets kind of a a cult following uh, developing for it eventually. But yeah, yeah, I was really really impressed that one. Uh, That one kind of haunts my nightmares a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Very disturbing. Very. Yeah. Very disturbing. Very interesting. interesting. Yes. They have to be. It has to be. They do. Yeah. Like I said, I just wanted to stare at it. Yeah. That's what. No, I know, and like, and I actually did some research today, and there are like people who are like making art about it and stuff oh, like okay. that, or like all this, like all these Sequel. like all <laughs> fan no, art. Well, no, just yeah, but all this like really good fan art, but it's like also super creepy. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'm Dude. like, I was impressed. I was okay. really impressed because I never, I feel like I never go on and watch these like Netflix movies and expect yeah. to be impressed in the way yes. that I. Was it's almost like it. it's yeah, almost so. like that's that's Absolutely. that's entertaining art that you can actually appreciate. It's mm-hmm. fan art. Yeah. Stuff like that. Can, so you I, can, you I didn't mean to lo- steal that one, Luke. If that one yeah. was on your list, but no, man, but, um, I, I, I'm glad. I mean, that's the reason I we like. Started I like this didn't, list. and I know, and I like didn't consciously acknowledge it. Like I, when I, I like saw the movie, and I was like, right about it, and I was like, this could be interesting, and I was bored because I wasn't bored. I had the flu, and so I was homesick, and so right. I was like, all right, I'm gonna watch something and probably fall asleep. I didn't fall asleep, <laughs> and then I fell asleep <laughs> afterwards, and I had nightmares. But, but yeah, it's, it's um, on, yeah, the way they reveal it, the way they do it. Uh, I mean, because it it's builds like you know, it's not just like it's not just like a great monster that shows up like 15 20 minutes in and is a great monster like right. the way they build it and the way they yes. reveal it. and then the reveal yeah. Yeah. so creepy so yes. very yeah. well done yeah so, yeah i agree um, and so so that was my number three i like this um, list a lot so yeah. far so number two um number two i this one uh we're gonna kind of get in this a little bit with with both lists but um number two is uh, the pale man um, you may remember him as the guy with the eyeballs in his hands from Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Pan's Labyrinth. 
Yeah, I mean, Pan's, 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 I, I honestly think that Pan's Labyrinth, I mean, in many ways, it's not even necessarily supposed to be a, a horror movie per se, but it, it, it does. There's something so yes. offsetting about all I the know. characters oh, in yeah. that movie. Yeah, I, know. I mean, just it's the fact creepy. that your your main character is yeah. like a little girl, right? Yes. So she's this vulnerable little girl. Yeah. I mean, even the the what do they yeah. call them? The um, the fawn. Sent, yeah, the fawn. The fawn, the fawn yeah. in the beginning is really creepy. Yeah, yeah. But like you like when she descends into this like dungeon and yes. you're like, and it's been this quirky movie fantasy. It's not like yeah. it's like it's not directly horror. Yeah. And then you get to that guy and he eat, he like. Opens his hands and he's got the eyeballs in him and you're yeah. like, can he see? Can he see? And he plucks the fairy right yeah. out of the sky. Oh my gosh, that scene still haunts my. Oh, I know that that I, gives that people scene nightmares. Is so that so kind of well thing. done. Yeah. I think that one is he so made, well uh, done. He made my honorable mentions list. I mean, there oh, are man. there are plenty of things that I've watched, um, plenty of scarier movies or, or, or scarier whatever that have haunted me or I've just found disturbing. Right. Right. I mean, to me, if you go back and watch any like good good movies, good like horror movies from like the eighties. They weren't using CGI, and so, yeah. but you know, a yes. lot of it you get it. It still looks fake, right? Yeah, you know, absolutely. like the skin like tearing apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like gelatin yes. that's like tearing apart yeah. and stuff like that. But like this, like this is no CGI, like full costume right. design, yes. and they yeah. make it so. Oh, they did it oh, so well. It, like the stuff that, like, I don't know, like. There, there are certain things I've seen in movies that like fits my image of hell, and like that was one of them that I was just like, oh, that's like <laughs> yeah, Dante's right. Inferno yes. type, like, oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. that one's brutal for me, um, and that's one of my favorite ones. Okay, number one, uh, my number one is typical, but uh, it deserves to be on here. Jurassic Park. So, I mean, Luke's Luke's upset, but I mean, <laughs> Jurassic Park. Um, I have to say Jurassic Park, and I have to say Jurassic Park because I have to share the story as well. Um, Hopefully, I'm not going to hit Luke. I don't know if you're going to say No, that's because Luke doesn't think they count as a monster. That's why he's oh, saying Oh, is that, that. why? I, that's why I think he's saying Or did you have him on your well, list? Well, we'll, we'll, get, okay, we'll, get, okay. we'll get to that yeah. eventually. Okay. I, I mean, I think that this one belongs here, too, because um, if you know a little bit of history about Jurassic Park, um, the 80s had um, so much to do with, like, so much development in clay animation that originally yeah. the movie was supposed to be all clay animation. Yeah. They actually had that scene, the incredible scene, where we first actually see the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. They have that whole scene done the same way with claymation. Mm -hmm. And it looks ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like the movie would not the movie would right. not have four sequels. The movie would not have 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 any I mean it would it would be a joke. It would be the butt of any joke that we had if they had gone that way. Mm -hmm. And and thankfully Spielberg just totally curves and right. we get the animatronic half part part animation part yes. animatronic yeah and it still holds up today absolutely and, and i mean and I, it still holds up man i mean that movie is as old as me it came out the year i was oh, born yeah. and 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 it oh. still holds up today was that like uh, awesome. 2005 <laughs> <laughs> 1991 <laughs> give me a little awesome. bit of credit here <laughs> so but i mean it's as old as me and it still holds up in my opinion it still holds like, up which they're not doing yes. in the latest track which yes. makes jurassic yes. world Terrible. Yes. Well, right. I love Jurassic World, but yes, I agree. It, it definitely yeah. th those. And I mean, we'll get into this in some of right. our worst too. Right. Go ahead with CGI, your worst list. No, I, I think we should all do our best. And okay. You want to do that? Or no? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Best. best okay. Yeah. Now, um, now, again, what constitutes a monster? Okay. Um, that is a good question. Again, we have we have like gross monsters. You know, we have uh, humanoid monsters that are human, but they're still monsters. Mm. You know, and so I was trying to think of. Um, okay, you know, I. Animals are animals monsters. Are is Cujo mm -hmm. a monster? This yeah. this rabid dog is that a monster? Oh, yeah, I think I think you would. Call you know, it and so it's like eh, it was tough for me to go full 
animal, like if it's an animal just being an animal, well, it was kind of hard for me to put it in the, the monster the, category. Well, the question you have to ask yourself is, did they deliver on the monster? That's that's the yeah. question. If the answer right. is yes, it doesn't matter what the monster is. Right. As long as it's a monster, so, they delivered okay, on Okay, right. So here is my criteria. So I had to break this down because there's monsters and all this kinds of stuff. Right. There's, there's, okay. I did some research, you know, some, you know, watched Mojo and what's up, top 10 worst monsters in horror. And I, and I was like... Okay, but the question was, did they deliver? That's really the question, did it deliver? So my criteria came down to when the monster was revealed, whether in the beginning or the end, did it add to the movie mm-hmm. or did it take away from the movie yes. and ruin the yeah, movie? That's yes. good. That's so good. I was like, okay, so my list is based on whether it be a big reveal mm-hmm. and, it, I'm, and, I, and I in my head went, ooh, for whatever reason, I might yes. be scared. I might be excited. I want to see more of this. Yeah. And do I want it to? Mm-hmm. Do I want to see more of this monster? Do I want it to continue yeah. in the ritual? You do. You find yourself when the monster's not there. You're going. I'm looking forward to the next time the monster's there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my criteria. Right. Does it add or or did it did it just completely ruin? Mm-hmm. Am mm-hmm. I uninterested now? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that. Obviously, that's my other list, but so my my um I have I have a bunch of honorable mentions and stuff like that. So we can get to those a little bit later. I'm gonna too. say um now this now the the, the the thing for me was I got into kind of there were some humanoid monsters that I really liked okay. and I do consider a humanoid monster a monster, sure. but I don't consider it a monster if it's like a vampire. To me, that's too human. Yes. Oh, okay. So I'm not going to go okay. that far, but it has to have some type of, of physical monster-like. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Qualities. So I'm going to say num- my number three that I thought added to the movie, and I just wanted to see a ton more of them because yeah. they were scary and entertaining and cool. Yeah. Um, mm, my number good. three uh, were the Reapers in Blade Two. Uh, oh, they, yeah. To me, okay. were really scary yes, yeah. they had points where they were creeping up on people and their eyes were white yeah yeah but th- th- to me a nomak was such a cool villain that yeah. could be one of my top villains i love nomak yeah. and that but the way that their face came apart and like had that stuff yeah, put that them in the creepy. monster category to yeah, me yeah so they were beyond vampire creepy yeah. violent yeah uh scary I just want to kill them just they should die yeah. and cool. Yes, right. Okay, right. so I thought the Reapers in Blade Two. That's my number three. I really yeah. enjoyed them a lot. Okay. Um, I'll put an honorable mention because Joey mentioned it. But one of my honorable mentions was the Velociraptors specifically. Yeah. Now yeah. they fell into more animal to me. Yeah. So I was like, eh. That's why I got an honorable mention. But they were awesome and they were scary. Yeah. And cool. I think I should say that for me it was a. It was about thinking about like ju- it was about think for me it was about thinking about the movie when I'd first watched it and like do I think it holds up today? Yes. Because I feel like right. there, are, there are a bunch that I could right. mention that for me I've watched recently and yeah. I just haven't been scared. Yeah. And right. I still am on the edge of my seat when I watch Jurassic oh, Park. Yeah. And so oh, that's dude, why I felt like I know, it, man. It's, I felt like it had the Velociraptors just—they're so great. I, anyway. I definitely think there's an argument to be made for why they wouldn't count as a monster per se. But. Right, because it's more of an animal to me, and they're yeah. just being an animal. Mm-hmm. But, that's but anyway, um, my so my number two uh, is another one where I thought they were cool, gross, yeah. scary, and all kind of all the above, and you wanted to see more of them. Yeah. And it's kind of a classic. Yeah. Um, the Xenomorphs in the Alien franchise. Yeah. Uh, uh, now that's a pretty an easy one, yeah. but I think I still think they're really cool. And I, I remember yeah, so, now I'm, I'm going to mention the first, not the latest Xenomorphs, whatever those things are that they're trying to create well, now. Also, primarily CGI, right? I'm, yeah, so not yeah. those. I'm talking about the first couple, what the first yeah. three Alien movies with yeah. with Sigourney Weaver, yeah. just the 
the way that they are yeah. and the, the grin thing that yeah. they yeah. have, yeah. it's just really cool. Yeah. I don't know. I, they're cool, uh, but they're su- they're scary. And you and you find yourself in the movie. They add to the movie. Yeah. Yeah. They don't take away from it. They add to it. And you find yourself wanting to see more. Yes, and it's true. a yeah. big reason why they want Ridley Scott to do all these sequels is because yeah. we want more Xenomorphs. And he has been <laughs> wetting the bed with, with us wanting to see more of these guys because yeah. he keeps changing them. Right. And oh, we're going to make this alien now that's kind of a xenomorphs weird thing no no stop mm. just give us what we want and anyway well, we can't get anything anymore because it's got to be cgi and i know it's, yeah. it's right and those it's the same those, thing with jurassic world it yeah. just doesn't fit the same right and, and that's those, actually i don't know if this i don't know if this new one is going to be any good at all but because i've been kind of disappointed in the trailer but the one thing i was excited to see is that with jurassic world they i think it was I almost like it was like 90 percent digital yes. and this new one they've said they've they've built they've yes. built our raptors again yes. they've like built what? our what? they built our t-rex they've like built no our, kidding guys they built our animatronic ones and then they're and they're they're still they're still supplementing the cgi but that's too but bad because the plot stinks. But yeah, I, anyway. I'm really not. Um, but Chris Pratt's in it, so you'll love it, Joey. I will. That's um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so my number two is Zemo. It's a pretty easy one. That one That one um, would have been one of my, uh, my what do you call them? Um, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Gotcha. Because that one, for me, they're not they're not scary anymore. Yeah. So for not me. anymore. I'm, the first ones were. Well, that's what I, that's um, what I mean. That was my, my ultimate qualification yep. was, do I still get scared or do I not? And so and yeah. I, I I don't get scared by Alien. Gotcha. New okay. Ones, new ones or old ones. Anyway. Um, but when I was 14, yeah. Gotcha. 13, 12. Um, and my, my number one uh, for, for Monsters That Delivered. Okay. And I got I got so many honorable mentions, but I, got, I know I'll go I'll go through this real quick. But my number one are uh, is the the average Lord of the Ring orc. Hmm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Expound. Is that okay? Yeah, you need to. Yeah, you need to. Ex- uh, yeah, um, I agree. Lord of the. I will say, Lord of the Rings came upon my mind a couple times. Yes. Um, with what they did with the orcs and the orc high, mm-hmm. especially in when they started to get in scenes of them. Uh, I thought they all were. Uh, I thought they all were just so perfect looking. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah, uh, there true. was not one that was like, "Oh, that looks weird." It was just. Yeah. Uh, and then when they In started, fact, the weirder the better. N- not necessarily. Not too weird. Where they have like yeah, extra true. limbs and stuff. You know right. what I mean? That would be like, okay, that's stupid. Right. Um. But the Lord of the Ring orcs, whenever they showed up, um, they they weren't just gross. They were scary at times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. And especially where they started to interact with each other and get actual lines and scenes, mm-hmm. like in in the second one when they were talking about Mary and Pippin eating their legs and stuff, yeah, and that yeah. one orc was going after him in the woods. Yeah. That was scary. Yeah. You I will. Know? I will say that. Um, I will say that whoever designed the makeup um, yes. for a lot of this those is phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It was not, the just, week not just not just week show. Right. And not just not just the the fact that they did it or they did it well, but like individual orc and urukai faces were like designed based off of the role they had in the movie too so like the ones that were like really squirmy and had like no part or were just going to be like an extra they had those like squeamy little faces and they just look like a runt yeah yeah and then like the yeah. ones that are like really like cool like have like they're really like they're just hulking figures and i, yeah. Yeah. I just think the that Ur-Kai. was so cool that like there's yeah. so much detail put into that so. uh yeah the Ur-Kai. and it's again it's another humanoid monster yeah right um but um as far as like i said uh, with my criteria, with adding to the movie, not taking it away, wanting scary, cool yeah. at yeah. times. The yeah. Urukai were cool at times, you know. Um, they were really cool, yeah. Really and cool. and and scary at times. Yeah. 
um, and ruthless, and they, they just didn't care, and they're fearless, you know. Yeah. And and um, they they met all that for me, and I wanted to see more of them. Every time they showed up, it was pure entertainment. Yeah. Uh, and they, for the fact too that I just think it's my number one more because I feel like they they did an even better job and added to stuff like the Xenomorphs and the Reapers. Mm-hmm. They just they just took it even to another level that that of of good monster movie making mm-hmm. um, that that makes it the number one for me. So okay, yeah. Uh, quick, I mentions the the Gothica monster in uh, uh, the Relic. You remember that movie, yes. Luke? That was a cool the monster. Rel- I always heard the Relic was not good. Like, oh my disappointed word! I don't people. know who would tell you that. Really? Yeah. Fans, yeah. Of, the book, fans of the book apparently. Uh, yeah, I, read the book. I mean, oh really? I did. And you yeah. thought the movie was good? This movie was still great. Huh? I might have to check it. And I have a modern branch of Luke. You probably don't have this one. Um, but uh, there's something called the Judas Breed that was in the movie Mimic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You remember that one? Yep. Uh, that that villain delivered too, yes. and that was scary and uh, just creepy, yep. but you wanted to see more, man. Wasn't you that David Strathairn? Yeah, who's the girl in that? Oh, I, forget I forget the girl's forget name in that, girl, but yeah. uh, I put on my mind, I just wrote it down, the Rancor in Last of the Jedi, Return of the Jedi. You remember the Rancor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved him. I don't know. It's just, he's just such a good, like, it was more of like a puppet. Yeah. But then when he picked up that pig. Yeah. And he yeah, just, he, like, he, and yeah, he just yeah. bite it all. I was like, I was like, <laughs> that is more real to me yeah. than any CGI yeah. stuff that they're doing out no, there. No, I agree. I mean, I agree. There is, yeah. there is something about like the puppet and animatronic animations yes. that's so mm-hmm. creepy because they're, yeah. They all, all of them like don't move like real human beings. It's so cre- it's so <laughs> yeah. creepy. It, yeah. They don't move the way you expect them to move. I, and there's a lot of Star Wars fans listening to this that are just rolling around in their chairs because you called that thing a pig. What was it? What is it? I have no idea what it's called, but it's not a pig. But anyway, yeah, when he bit into that thing, man, it was crazy. Yeah, but anyway, there you go, my top three. All okay, right. cool. Um, All right, now we I, I knew this was gonna. I knew this was gonna happen someday. <laughs> Someone was going to. We were gonna make the exact same list. And um, oh no, Joey, I want you to read. On the left, the left hand <laughs> column is my list. I want you to read it. Left hand. Which one? Which, which on the bottom. One? On the left there. Left hand column. Yep. Eyes and hands. Eyes and hands. Yeah, that's that's yep. the, uh, pale, man. pale man. That's my honorable Rich- mention. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's your honorable mention. That's my honorable oh. mention. Yeah. All right. Ritual. The ritual. Uh huh. Yep. Was the that honorable mention oh. too? Okay. So no, the relic. no, no. Oh, the, the number three was the, the ritual. number three is the ritual, yeah. and then we have our relic. The relic. The, the relic. Yeah. Like is like that an honorable mention? No, that's number that's two. A, that's number two. Okay. That was that was also back in the day when the the CGI was almost nil yeah, yeah. and this thing was so interesting because it was a collection of different animals made into one big yeah, animal yeah and it had the tongue of a crocodile it had the the face of like i forget but it had like all these different it was like five or six different animals put into one so yeah. creepy and very well done very scary monster so, yeah um it's called the uh the the Kothaga monster is okay. what it's called. Okay, apparently. yeah, very well done. Cool. To this day, I think, in my opinion, holds up. Yep, cool. scary, cool. Yes, and uh, you want to see more of it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, it I, adds I, it adds I to the movie. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember who I had a conversation with, but I remember having a conversation with someone who had read the book and seen the relic and hated the movie. Yeah, so that just, was Fairchild and and something. Uh, uh, two guys wrote. It. I, I, I yeah, read the book. I've and never. But yeah. I, I thought the I thought both were very great. Who wrote the book? Of Douglas Fairchild, there's something Douglas and something Fairchild. I forget. Okay, the name. Or and then Lincoln number, and Fairchild. And then number one, can you all guess it? 
Yes. Uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Oh, Absolutely. really? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I've never seen a, a, a movie with the exception maybe of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn hold up for so long. Yeah. Um, and still be just as good as the day it came yeah. out. You Look, you have done something yeah. amazing when my mind knows that that is fake, but my yeah. heart is telling me, no, it's real. Yeah. That scene, it when, when the T-Rex gets revealed to this day, day I know and nothing is lost absolutely nothing is lost one of the most intense scenes I have ever seen when that T-Rex comes out and starts attacking everybody you're like this is clearly real this yeah. is real you can't my mind knows it's not real but my heart is telling yeah. it's real it is done so well and it holds up to this day that movie is incredible the absolutely number one the t-rex the most Ooh. amazing monster that i have ever seen in any i think movie. t-rex had the velociraptors i mean when those velociraptors the velociraptors uh, in the kitchen with the kids oh yeah oh, my oh, but my you goodness. know you know it's cool though still is the one little thing little, thing, little things about Jurassic. i'm telling you the little things you know what's crazy about the little things in Jurassic Park? because that whole scene you know where where the kids were in the car and they're yeah. trapped yeah. and yeah. dr grant's trying to get to them yeah it's like you don't need a ton of people like Jurassic World where we got to attack the mob. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, right. this is like, but you know, it's, the, it's the little things. Yeah. The little thing about that T-Rex is still acted like an animal. Yes. So when it didn't see them, it's going, it's, it's kind of wandering around, right? And it's like, what am I going to do now? Oh, I'm going to chew this tire. Yeah. And yeah. it chews a tire off for no reason. It's like, okay, it's kind of acting like a dog sniffing around. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's acting like an animal would act. And as soon as they pop out of the car and start moving, now it's in in attack mode yeah. again. Right, right. Yeah. But while it's not, yeah, it's kind of like be immediately oh. before it chewed off the tire, it was acting like a dog and it just eaten the guy, the lawyer off the toilet seat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah. you're like, you're like, what is happening? You're like ready for it to turn yeah. on you at any moment. Right. Yeah. And so that was Doctor Green. He's like, stay still, right? And then yeah. when you're still, it kind of wanders around and it's kind of like, yeah. you know, oh, what do I do next? Yeah. You Which know, is why the Velociraptors are like, so scary because they're not so easily fooled. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> the kitchen scene was intense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I still do. Oh, one of my two honorable mentions too, not to it. The troll from Ernest. Uh, you remember the troll from uh, Ernest, Ernest Scared, Scared Stupid? Stupid? Oh, really? Wow. That that, <laughs> that that thing gave me nightmares. Oh, yeah. Anyway, but, yeah, uh, but yes, Jurassic yeah. Park. Uh, like I said, I had the, the Raptors as an honorable mention because I just. The T-Rex yeah. was just so well done. Yeah, if, 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 think about the rain falling on that thing. And, and I'm just looking at that going, this is so amazing. Nothing about that thing looks like a puppet to me. Yeah. Nothing I looks fake. I know, I it agree. all looks so real even to this day. And the, and even yeah. under the, give me the greatest 4K Ultra HD. But that thing is still going to look cool the same. The cool thing, too, is the actors, the actors, when they act, add yeah. to the realism. Yeah, yeah. True. When Ian Malcolm's in the back of that Jeep. Yeah, and they know right. it's coming. Well, he's going. He's well, going I mean, like and it's just. Oh, it's so intense. About no! that, I mean, the thing about that too is, is that they like. I mean, I, I think I think the lack oh. of CJ also contributes to the way the acting is done, right? Yeah, because so much right, of acting right, today right, is yes, pretend right. this thing point. is here, and we're gonna yeah. make this stick. Yeah, on the, we're gonna put the stick in front of the green screen. You're gonna pretend that this is some gigantic tentacle monster mm -hmm. and you're going to have to emulate that fear Ugh. but it's just going to be a stick behind a green screen a green screen and you have to do it and i mean that's tough but like yeah. uh, again they built these animatronic things yep. so the actors got the the essence of what these things the size and what they were supposed yes. to look like and how yeah. they were supposed to move yeah. so there was it's i don't really know there was great. more there was more there to work off of yeah case in point mm -hmm. beauty and the beast man you could tell the whole time, man. She had this glassy look in her eyes, looking at these characters. Oh, the new one. And I'm the just like, yeah, the new one. I'm like, she. You can just totally tell she's yeah, not yeah. seeing anybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can just see it. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, that's yeah. It's it's it's. I mean, 
yes, I mean, you could say I guess it demands more from the actor, but you know, yeah, I, I think I. I we well, let's do it. Let's make real puppets, like real in your face, really loud roars, so that you you, you blast the actors with like. Yeah. But anyway. yeah. Well. Yeah. So. Um. The second party list. Go ahead, John. All right. Second party. Three list. times they did not deliver on the monster. Oh, here and we I go. should. So I, I feel like I should clarify a little bit. Like even with my even with my um my best ones is. For me, there are, I mean, I, again, there are plenty of horror movies I haven't seen that I'm unknowledgeable about or ones that I won't even tread um, and watch. Um, but for me, like, it really was about stuff that held up still for me. Mm-hmm. And it was because ultimately, like, there are so many good old movies, so many good movies from the 80s I could probably point out yeah. that did, like, scare me when I was a kid and I watched them. But now I just don't feel like they hold up, which is why I felt like Jurassic Park and it sounds like so did Luke was such a big – was such a significant ad. So, all right, for my worst ones, let me see here. Most, <laughs> most disappointing monsters. All right, so for number number three, this one, um, this one is number three. Honestly, this one would probably jump to number one for me, except for there's no real reveal, and so that's why I put it at number three because the 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 monster's kind of like shown almost from the get go of the movie, um, and so and it's just ridiculous pretty much the whole time. But I don't know if you guys have seen the rendition of Wolfman. Uh, came out in 2010. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, Hopkins. I did see that movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I saw the yeah. movie in theaters on Valentine's Day or right Emily around. Blunt. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I was, so, yeah she was a girl. In I just remember that, that movie being absolutely ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> and so I, I went with a bunch of friends. It was actually like one of the first times Athena and I hung out. It wasn't like romantically or anything at that point. She just decided she was going to go and some other friends were going. And so I went and I was sitting through the whole movie going, like, there's some guy in a dumb gorilla mask, like, tearing these people <laughs> apart. And, you know, there's blood flying everywhere, and horrible things are happening, and it's very gothic and gory. Yeah. And the whole time, I was like, this is the dumbest thing. Uh, and I was, like, trying not to laugh. I so the wolf man. man. The I wolf man. About, I, I didn't remember enough about to say yay or nay. Yeah, and it's I just it's such so stupid, I think. <laughs> Did you like it, Dove? Do you remember it? I, I Yeah, I, I remember being entertained by the movie. Yeah. Well, I remember being entertained, I have to, I have but to not watch the way again. that horror movies are supposed to entertain you. No. I just remember him looking like a, a goofball in the, like a gorilla mask. And I, <laughs> you know, I can understand why. You know, I can understand why like Werewolf in London. That transformation scene is still great. It doesn't quite hold up the way I wish it would, but right. but it's still great. But like like. Like you're talking about, like twenty years later, you're doing a wolf, you're doing a Wolfman movie, and you're like, right. you can't make it look yeah legitimate. Yeah, and I will, and I will juxtapose that one with, <laughs> with have you guys ever seen Huge Jackman Van Helsing movie? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Yes. I think it doesn't hold up, but I will honorable mention in terms of good stuff. I think when he transforms into the werewolf at the end of that movie. I thought the werewolf was so well designed. I don't even remember. I, I don't feel like just, either. It's, it's full CG, and because it's full CG, that means when it was made in 2001, yeah. it actually looked real, and now it just looks like crap. Yeah. But I just – it looks like what a werewolf to me is supposed to look like, and I feel like so many movies get it. Maybe they're getting it right, but I've just always imagined werewolves to be gigantic and have huge claws and to be, like, standing, and I feel like everyone makes them look like like – like hairy long, like semi hairy, long legged, like I don't know. Like I always felt like the the werewolf in um, Prisoner of Azkaban. Like, like I always thought that was like he looks like a naked mole rat, uh, like a giant yeah. naked mole rat in yeah. that movie. I think right. So, right. so I always thought right, the, right, I always right. thought the one in Van Helsing was really intimidating. Not anymore though. Don't watch that movie anymore. But <laughs> but anyway, so um, okay. so moving on to number two. Uh, number two. Um, I so we have another Guillermo del Toro, but not in not in the good sense. Um, Crimson Peak. 
for me. Okay. So, oh yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, so I actually like the movie. I, I don't think I don't think Crimson Peak is like a really bad movie or anything, but I just having seen his previous movies before and been and having been a fan, there he takes on the idea of like gothic horror well and exploring like the underlying themes that aren't really horror themes, but they are like a flank, like literature. Like he explores the whole, like, like forbidden love aspects. Cause they're like brother and sister and they're like together in a mansion. And, and there's been like in, it's pretty much been like incest down the line. So he explores like that kind yeah. of stuff, which is gross, but the actual like <laughs> monster stuff, the actual, like, like, like ghost type stuff that shows up. A lot of that stuff really fell flat on me. Uh, okay. And so I was just kind of like, and so like as a Gothic horror, it holds up. But as like as like an actual movie that I should I mean if you're should doing be a entertained mo- if you're doing a monster movie yeah. like yeah. your monster should have weight and yeah. I just felt like right yeah. so and, and, and well if again, you're a ghost you can't have weight well fair is a ghost a monster does that cla- does that yeah call absolutely yeah. yeah but I mean when you're comparing uh, this immediately to Pan's Labyrinth which delivers so well oh, yeah, right, on right. doing both right, yeah, right. Yes. Uh, on on absolutely. having that good story and having those compelling characters and still being menacing and and scary it just kind of that one kind of fell flat for me so. That's my number two. And um, number one, you guys might get mad at me. Ooh. Um, I just I just wrote on my list, I just wrote Shyamalan. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, the, the, the aliens. I, uh, no, 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 no. The aliens science. from science. And, and, um, and the village. The, the village. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the devil from, uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, I oh, have. No, that was the devil, right? The devil, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The devil from devil. So, I mean, I feel the like. The old lady with the black eyes. Yeah, I've, I mean, from I, I've seen almost every movie. I haven't seen that one that he did that's like the two kids who go to visit their grandmother and their grandmother oh. tries to eat them. I don't think I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah, but that's so not a maybe monster. Maybe that one's scary. The visitation. She's not a monster. Yeah, the visit. Uh, yeah, she's not a monster, but... She's oh, just a psycho. That was a good one. Okay, oh, that was a good she one. She was yeah. scary. Yeah, we'll see yeah. it then. That was a good one. But, but I mean, essentially, aside from... Um, from his first two that we always talk about, and then um, yeah, in the middle there, I just and I actually honestly like <laughs> just wrote down Shyamalan. Yeah, I honest, and honestly I like sign like I like signs and I like the village. Yeah, but yeah. In right. terms of the, monster, the, the monsters didn't monsters deliver in your mind. Weight, yeah, they're right, just, right. They, they they detract. You can make from an argument the, for that. The, the 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 whether it's the twist because technically there is no monster in the village, really. Right, Spoiler, right, so, right. Uh, Spoiler for those of you who haven't seen, <laughs> the village. He was he was seen this fifteen-year-old movie. He was dead yeah. the whole time. <laughs> the village um yeah so i mean i mean because like the village could have panned out like i actually remember that because when they show the actual like what looks like the monster right he's got the cloak on he's got the spikes coming out of his back i thought that was really cool i was really excited to see what was going to happen right right and then he just tries to get you with the twist instead and it was kind of like man and so so, i actually i I, I have often point out in 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 everyone got mad at him for making the aliens real at the end of Signs, and then everyone got mad at him for not making the animal real at the end yeah, of the village. No, so in fa- his defense, I, mean, I, I say that. I mean, it's tough. Fine. Like he gets he gets ripped for making the villain. He gets ripped for no, making the does. monster, and, and he gets ripped for not making. And it. again, yeah, yeah, yeah. These, and I'm That's talking. I'm, I'm not even talking about the movies of his that I don't like. I, like right. I like Signs, and I like right, the village. Right, right. But uh, again, the idea here is is when there's the reveal, did it detract okay. or did it not? And and I, unfortunately, I guess you, I guess it detracted in both senses for me. Right. And I, I think part of it is like the aliens. It's kind of like wonky CGI, like and it stuff was like bad. That. It was, and bad. so and, and that doesn't hold up at all, and and didn't even hold up at the time, in my opinion. And then again, the, I, I guess the village was more that idea. Like I don't know when you're thinking, is it aliens or isn't it? Right, and science, and like it turns out to be this was like this was different. We didn't know what monster w- was in the village. 
And then the little glimpses we saw were really interesting. It right. goes back to that idea behind that goes back to the idea that Dove said about like the xenomorphs. Like you once you get the glimpses and you want to see more, that's yeah. really cool. Mm-hmm. And then it finally turns out there wasn't there at all. And right. I was like, okay. So like I don't maybe if you had reversed them. Right. And the aliens weren't real. Yeah. And the the cool, creepy, like like cloaked, like spiked demon had been real, maybe he would have had total success with poss- all those movies. It's possible. It's yes. also possible that people are gonna hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's an interesting guy in that yeah. way. Way, man, yeah. like, like, yeah. Oh, no, he is, and like, I actually I, have an opinion about that on and, my I list. I mean, you guys, and you guys have heard us talk about Shyamalan. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. I mean, generally, we, we like Shyamalan, yeah, we but just, I, yeah. I just, I just think that a lot of his, he had that, he had one, well, I would even say two, but we'll say that one incredible reveal with Sixth Sense, and he's been trying to tries yeah. to duplicate it, and mm-hmm. he didn't hit yeah. home as much. So mm-hmm. that didn't mean the movies up until the reveal weren't good. So mm-hmm. right, yeah, mm-hmm. I hear you. I actually have an opinion about that on my list too. All right, what's your um, list of? Okay, so yeah, my list and going back to uh, my criteria, this criteria for bad means mm-hmm. I am actually enjoying the movie okay. and I'm having a good time mm-hmm. and the reveal ruined the movie. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. that's that's my, like where this goes yeah, and no, I'm going, I do not care anymore. We talked about yes. that, yeah. Yep, wow. and that's, that's my criteria. Movie, yeah. so and I guess my, Shyamalan technically didn't do that for some of his films, so... Kudos right, and I'm gonna, like right. Said, it in my criteria, for me. right. So these are these are monsters that when they re- the big reveal happens, and I go, and eh, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't care anymore. Right. But it. started good. Yeah, where I was interested. Yeah, and they didn't deliver. Yeah. Okay, so those um, are, those and this one problems. I was surprised. This number three was uh, my number two and my one were a little more accurate to this, but my number three. Um, fits the criteria, just maybe not as hardcore. Okay. And uh, because it actually was surprising me, and I was enjoying the movie up until the monsters came in, mm-hmm. and that was they're actually called the Tao Tai from the Great Wall. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I, went in, I went oh. into the Great Wall going, hey, this looks stupid because mm-hmm. you kind of saw the monsters already. Yeah. It wasn't like there's was a huge reveal. So, but we, I went into it. I'm going, I'm actually starting to enjoy this. They uh, had cool, they had cool, the armor was cool. The, you know, with what they were doing was neat. Wall system. The, 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 yeah. uh, the storyline. Yeah. And they actually started to win me over. Okay. You know, and, and Matt Damon and his buddy. Despite their best efforts. Right. And, and despite his accent, were right. foreigners. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they kind of, okay, they tied the story. And I thought, who are these two white guys? Like during, during, the, during the trailer, I'm like, who are these two white guys? Just to get two Asian guys. It'll yeah, be yeah. better, <laughs> right? Who are these two white guys in here? You know, and so and they're, they're scavengers and all this yeah. in this land. And, uh, and I was going, I'm actually starting to enjoy this. And then the beast showed up. And I'm going, nah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It's just, no. Mm-hmm. Right. So what was let's wrong shoot with them. the beast? They let's just do. They would look stupid. They did stupid things. No variation. No. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was just. It, it was just. Hey, um, let's get this this thirteen year old to give us some concept art quick. Oh, that looks good. <laughs> Throw it in there. All right. Yeah. CGI the crap out not of it. Where thought. it's over. Yeah. Not yeah. Much thought. And and but the thing. The reason why I put it on there is because I was actually starting to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I'm like this. Okay. This is turning out well. And then the they su- showed up. The and Suicide boom. Watch almost was redeemable, and then it wasn't. Yeah. And right. so the big reveal was just crap. Yeah. Uh, and the, and here's another thing. Yeah, to you know it was coming. At some Listen, point. I'm not going to watch it again. Right. Yeah. I won't watch it again. Yeah. I just uh, they ruined it, you know. And I'm just like, eh. I don't know if I would have watched it again if they de- well if they delivered. I probably would watch it. Yeah. Again. But yeah. anyway, so, monsters can make or break a movie. That's right. And the, one about. thing about these two is I'm not going to watch these movies again. The ones that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, the next one, my number two, was The Thing from the movie The Thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I was thinking about that one, too. I'm like, man, and because honestly, up until The Thing revealed itself, I was enjoying every second because it's, yeah. it's, um, it's a changeling. So it, it will take on – it will kill somebody, 
Mm-hmm. And then that part that it'll take on that Gets person's warm. body transform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for half the movie, you're going with the suspense of, is this guy the monster? They all don't know who the monster is. Right. And now another person dies yeah. in a gross way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it's got that body and nobody knows. And then halfway through, it reveals itself to yeah. be this just blob. gangly, gross yeah. blob thing. Tentacles. Oh, yeah. And then it's like all the tentacles come out. I'm going, tentacles? You know, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> and so the rest of the movie was this gore fest at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah huge gore right? fest. And we all know who the Massive. monster is. We're trying to... Catch we're trying to, everywhere. And we're trying to burn it. <laughs> that's, how we di- that's how we deal with every gross monster. We burn yeah, it. Yeah. You know, and so from that point on, I went, I'm not interested. Yeah. I'm bored. Uh, this thing's stupid. And yeah. I get what they were trying to do. It's not, it doesn't look like anything. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But that may work in a video game. That's just stupid. And I was enjoying it up until this point. And I'm done. Done. Yeah. Right. So the thing in the thing, terrible reveal, terrible monster. And I hate it. Um, <laughs> and my number one. I, the thing honestly still creeps me out to me. That whole transformation scene the, still disturbs me. Uh, really? Yeah, some of that, some of that old gross makeup stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, some of the old still, stuff. Yeah, 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 it can do. But it I'm still, serious. When that happened, mine. I went lame. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, I, mean, I think that's the reaction typical, of most people. But yeah. but part of it is because it didn't start out that way. See, and here's another thing. Well, it real wasn't quick. typical for the time like um, in the '80s, right? True. Um, and here's the thing. When I went on, a, I was kind of looking at what it, what it was Watch Watch Mojo putting on yeah. for their bad marriage. Okay. And here's here, but the problem with them was they're putting terrible monsters. Together with already terrible movies. Yeah. Okay. Right? They go, this was uh, yeah. a terrible monster in this movie. And I'm like, in it's not supposed to be a quality mean monster. In the, movie, in the movie you've never heard of. In the movie, in the, in the yeah. B-movie horror with the yeah. terrible acting and the gore fest, this monster actually fits in pretty well with this. So, yeah. so their whole stuff was terrible, mo- terrible monsters, but... The reason it doesn't fit mine is because it was an already terrible movie. Yeah. I, I thought of what's it called in Jurassic World, the new the new T Rex. Yeah. What's yeah. it called? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's uh, yeah, I know right. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I don't like that monster, right? Yeah. But I'm going, it's already in a terrible movie, it doesn't fit. I, right. Right. Yeah. So if it's already in a terrible movie, it doesn't make it a terrible yeah, it's monster. About, right. Yeah, this list is about the disappointment. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's about the good, good, good yeah. up until it hits, right? right. And yeah. so okay. So my number one. The weasel things in Dreamcatcher. Oh. Joe, you, Do you understand? It? Okay. Luke saw it. I saw it. We saw it with Adam Lush. You remember that? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, Adam, I think Sarah Sarah um, Coles was there too. Was she? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, this movie has the most some of the most phenomenal character development I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. They just the, the way they are as kids, those four dudes, mm-hmm. and they grow up and they're going on a trip it's together. It's almost one of your favorite genres, Joey. You know, like the kids in action scenes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Almost. And they're and they're defending this this the special needs kid that's being bullied by these other kids mm-hmm. and uh the, and they're great friends and the character development is absolutely phenomenal. Does this it's one of the have, best uh, I've Morgan ever seen. Freeman in it? No. Oh, it doesn't? No. no. Dreamcatcher. Yeah, there's a Dreamcatcher with Morgan Freeman in it. No, it's not that one. No. Okay. Um, And it's going well. And the build-up to the monster was fantastic. Uh, With that guy that they found that was hunting. And he's sick. Mm -hmm. And he's in there. Yep. And then the monster comes out, and you're just like, oh. When was this movie made? 2004, maybe? 2005? Dreamcatchers? Dreamcat, no. No, that's a documentary. What um, is this? It had uh, Damian Lewis in it. If you want to look up Damian Lewis, you'll probably find him. Yeah. Especially then at the very end when it got big. Yeah. 
and it's like this big butt thing with teeth. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, you ruined it, man. I was just so enjoying the character development yeah. and and just it was so cool. And then that happened, and it just ruined the movie. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm done. Yeah, I yeah, I hardly, um, I don't remember much about that movie. Yeah. I barely remember it. So, quick honorable mentions were the Shyamalan films. And the reason they didn't make my list is because I will watch them again. Yeah. Uh, they didn't ruin the movie for me. Yeah. Uh, the, the ones in Signs, okay, disappointing, but didn't ruin it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Aliens there. Yeah. And uh, for The Village. Yeah. Disappointing, but but I still enjoy it for some reason. Yeah. And it didn't ruin the movie. The reveal didn't ruin anything. It didn't ruin it too much. Right. Um, and that's why they made my honorable mentions and I didn't wanna, get on my list. I, yeah, I, I Morgan wanna, Freeman's in this movie. I guess he? he is then. Yes, he's he is. in this movie apparently. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I I, I, I want to say something real quick um, uh, about uh, I missed an honorable mention on on the positive ones. Do you, mm-hmm. There was a movie that we saw years ago and haven't seen since called Brotherhood of the Wolf. Mm-hmm. And it was a story. Um, it was a French movie, and it was it was it was really interesting. Was it a martial arts movie? It was kind of a mar. I don't think so. I, I think there was. I, I forget a lot of the story, but the thing was, it was called Brotherhood of the Wolf, and it was this this huge monster that was going around tearing up the French countryside, mm-hmm. if I remember oh, yeah, correctly. Yeah. But at the end of the movie, it's revealed that it it was a wolf. It wasn't a wolf. It was a lion that they put body armor on to make it look like a wolf. Mm-hmm. So everyone thought it was like this big wolf, but it was actually a lion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and at the end, they, they don't come out and say it, but they hint strongly that that's what it was because mm-hmm. the owner had gone to Africa mm-hmm. and he had come back with two cubs or something like that. And it was actually a really good, really good, good thing. It was actually mm-hmm. really cool. Like they delivered on a monster. Anyway, three times they did not deliver on a monster. Just to wrap up the segment real quick. Skull, I... Uh, 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 King Kong Skull Island. Um, you know, th- those, <laughs> I didn't even see, I didn't see it. Yeah. Those, those things, they're called mum m- diggers or something like that. They're just basically mouths on feet. Big crocodile mouths on feet with tails. Yeah, and it was. They reminded me of those like chattering teeth that you that you put down in the the desk. You know, that's what they were just reminding me of. And I did not King see Kong this movie because because you said it was so terrible. It was so, so terrible. Yeah, I, didn't see, I didn't see it also because Luke said it was, it, so it, it was so bad. And you know, this things it, it, it's stupid because these things are biting the crap out of poor King Kong. Yeah. And there's absolutely no blood. There's no yeah. gore. It's just they're just biting him. And he just, you know, <laughs> keep on going. You know, totally did not deliver on on those monsters. So stupid. Okay, number th- that was number three. Number two, um, and Joey, you might you might be arguing with me on this one, but number two, uh, it the old it. Oh, actually, oh. that was an honorable mention for me. The um, old it. I was, big build well, the, up. Old, the old it ends. I mean, we'll kind of see because I we'll actually, see we'll see. We'll see, baby. I think this new it right. I mean, I think the major the the movie is the majority. We were on the edge of our seats is because children are involved. Yeah, and right. so I I mean I think Skarsgård does a good job as it, but they use so much they like over CGI'd even the new it to a point where he it, me it, out. the important. I think he creeped me out too, but it wasn't as effective as it could have been. I thought, but I thought it was more effective because the children were involved. Right. So I'm really curious to see about part two because so much about the original movie is bad. And I was gonna say to you. <laughs> That your issue with Dreamcatcher, now that I've looked it up, Stephen King wrote the novel. Stephen yes. King also wrote it. Yep. Stephen yeah. King is kind of terrible. He's kind of he's actually the king <laughs> of building and building and yeah. great character development yeah. and things yep. are going really interestingly. And then you finally get to the monster and it's like, blah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. 
Well, and, we'll I see, mean, and you'll see that I, with the reveal. I mean, yeah, if you're talking about the, the build up, it, the build up in it was phenomenal because yes. you had this creepy clown. They perfected the yep. creepy clown. Mm-hmm. That no one has gotten creepier than the it clown from it. Yep. Um, and, and at the end, it's a big spider. Yep. <laughs> do, do you remember that, Dove? I barely true, I, true to the uh, novel. Yeah. So <laughs> see, I'm like, seeing that's oh, kind of like going. Blame. Oh, where's this so going? I, <laughs> it's I, a big I, spider. It's like he's yeah. scary. Oh, it's like he's scarier word. the way he is. Leave him the way he is. Yeah. So I mean, let's. I'm. I'm hoping that we were just talking about uh, directors who you know add their own flair. Let's hope that yeah. somebody yes. smart yes. enough. Yes. To, please. Let's hope that somebody smart yes. enough to make it part two revisionist. Yes. And it's, please, uh, please yeah. don't make it a big spider. They already did because of how terrible. How evil the book is! So they're already taking are already are taking liberties. Well, so did the first one. Yeah, the first. <laughs> it, the, That's they, what I mean. Hollywood. Liberties. Yeah, you know. Well, I know they took liberties. liberties. I mean, they took liberties because so much else goes on in the book that is that you can't right, exactly right. right. So hopefully they keep going. And my number one pick on my list: Jurassic World. That oh my was absolutely the biggest disaster. Because because of the like, I mean, what have you done? The legacy of yeah. Jurassic Park. So Luke's boy, wait. So your best one yeah. was Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park and, and your worst one was Jurassic, Jurassic World. Because, because because where have you come from? That's pretty. You set the bar. You set the bar, and then you set this new bar. It's it, it, it's like okay, uh, let's say there's this Olympic athlete and he does the long jump and he jumps thirty feet and everyone's like wow, yeah. and then he goes and gets roided up and then he detrains even more and he comes back and he's like check it out, look what I'm gonna do and he jumps five feet and everyone's like. Whoa! <laughs> but he did it when he was roided up, so it must be better because he was roided up. You know, uh, you know that's that is just as insane as this movie Jurassic World. That they, they reveal it with almost almost no build up. You know, it's just it's this big CGI thing. And you know what I want to say? CGI fest. Yeah. This is you know what I want to say to this to that thing. You were supposed to be this colossus. You were this great legendary thing, and yet he gains. Okay, that's what I want to say to this thing. That that was my buildup. You were supposed to be great. You were supposed to be even more amazing than the T Rex. Terrible. And then then next thing you know, the T Rex and the Raptor join hands in their battle. Okay, that's dumb. That's stupid. That's so dumb. But, okay. but you had, you had, but that thing was just such a letdown. Watching it walk around, going, what what is? It's just a big dinosaur. There's nothing interesting Dude. about this thing. Nothing. You're not going to add to that too. Remember when they kind of looked? They were like looking at each other, the T Rex and the Raptor at the end, sort of. Yeah, we're like, like, oh yeah, we teamed up. I know. I was a half. Seriously, this movie was so bad. I was expecting them to nod at each other real quick, (laughs) and I said, you know, I was like, watch it, watch it happen. I'm sitting there going, they're going to do it, and they didn't do it. And I went, you know what? That uh, this movie is so terrible. It actually would have (laughs) fit. Yes, if they would have went, true. yes, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. I would have. Like, you know what? That would have fit. Everybody, everybody in the audience would have been, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look how cool that's it how is. Our standards have gone so low. Anyway, that's our list. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Apparently, mine are lower than your guys because I still love way them. lower, Joey. I still love oh, them. Yeah. There was a cool scene though. There was a cool scene in it when the when the Raptors are going after them in the truck and they're rolling out those things trying to like. Get them to. I mean, maybe remember that scene. I mean, maybe it's. I mean, maybe for me, it's about blind nostalgia. But like, I mean, the movie. At least seeing it in. At least seeing it in. in it was like, such a letdown. At least hold on. At least let me have my piece here. Okay, I'm not gonna defend it. Even I'm just gonna say that for me. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying that for me. Like in the theater when I saw IMAX, like like I was still on the edge of my seat. It is in no way like like Jurassic Park is not just like 
like really scary. It, Jurassic Park is a, a great movie. Yeah. And you definitely can't say that about Jurassic World. It's not yes. a great movie. It's right. not cinematic history yeah. in any sense of the word. You can but say that I still got my dinosaurs. I still got them eating people in a park. It is making like, history, though, I, in the lame history Okay. Yeah, all right. Okay. You know what? <laughs> This is like the third it's garbage, time. Man. You know, and they're, and they're, chas- they're chasing the truck, and they're, and they're like, get these things away from me. But then when they reach it, you really don't know if they're going to eat them because they were Chris Pratt's pet at one point. So you yeah. really don't know. Yeah. I should, I, should say, I should say that now that... Let them go extinct. Now that I found out that Dove said Dreamcatcher, and you said it, and I've been thinking about Stephen King, I almost want to say Shyamalan. Just Shyamalan's name at number two and Stephen King's name at number uh. one. Yes. Even though he's the author of all these books, like he's like the king of like great storytelling and great yes. character development, and then just blowing up the story, just blowing put up. Put me in the, charge of Jurassic with a, with a World Doug, too. Oh yeah, put Doug put me in charge. Put him in charge. Fix it. Put him in charge of Jurassic World three. It's already. It's Jurassic World yeah, Doug. We put you in charge. The Raptors will be doing Kamehameha waves at each other. That's <laughs> that's what would Actually, happen. that would be pretty. <laughs> be pretty you know what? If they put that in the next Jurassic Park, I won't be surprised. Well, I'll probably make it better, you know, given their history, unfortunately, the recent history anyway. Anyway, folks, that's our list. Thank you so much for listening. Next month's list is going to be Listomania. Oh, we are yes. going to make up our own root lists, create our own lists with our own criteria, mm. and that will be the. I mean, I can't really think of anything that's too exciting coming out within the next month that we really need to review. So I figured it'd be a good time to do Listomania, looking ahead to Avengers and I, I was some gonna, other movies. I was going to say, essentially, Avengers comes out at the end of April, so our April podcast will be Listomania, yeah. and then oh, we'll have Avengers. By the way, so. did you see the trailer? Yes, I saw the new one. Yes. New trailer. trailer looks pretty awesome. Excited. I'm not going to lie. Pretty I'm awesome. not going to lie when Captain America stopped. Oh, I got goosebumps at the very end when Spider-Man was flipping around. Was, oh, yeah. Oh, my word. Right. Right. Friends, get, get ready because people are going to die in that movie. That's yes. all I'm going to say. Wait. Anyway, hold on. I know that we're we're exiting out. Can I make my one prediction for that movie? No, you so can't. That, so you guys get it on the podcast so people know that I called it if it happens. Okay. All right. Here's my prediction. It's a two-parter, right? We know the comics. If you're familiar with the comics, my guess. I bet. I think that this first movie, Thanos is going to collect his gems. I think a bunch of major characters are going to die. And then I think that at the end of the second one, when they beat Thanos eventually, right, they get the gauntlet back with the gems, and they just change. I think, I think they're going to change the universe and bring everybody back. That's my guess. That's Joey's I prediction. Think, I think I think they're gonna leave us a year, a year dead with you know maybe Robert Downey Jr. dead, maybe uh, Captain America dead. Big characters. People are gonna be devastated at the end of this movie, and then at the end of the second one, a year later, revi- they're gonna be revived. Okay, That's we'll talk guess. about it when it comes out, friends. Next month we're gonna do Listomania. Thank you so much for listening, my friends. Be strong, and courageous. We will see you next month. See you next month. See ya.
Thanks for listening to Streetwise Theology, brought to you by the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society and Reconstructionist Radio. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com and thinkandreform.org. Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom.